Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm I'm your host, Michael Raparz. With me in the kitchen studio are my co-host, Ann Lewis, and regular Tyler Wild. I am quite regular. I've been eating fiber. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're you're a regular addition of the podcast. You're a fixture. Okay. Is what we should say. Um, a mainstay? And yeah, a mainstay. That right. works. And also uh, joining us for the first time in a month. Mm. Like we need a drum roll also. We'll just do that because we're bad at sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, Christopher Antista, hi. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. How's how's, uh, Vigigame Apocalypse? I I, almost said VG Empire. Uh, Didn't mean to. Wrong. Didn't mean to. That's not what this is. That's true. Anne's right. You should apologize. I apologize. I don't Um, accept. Really? (laughs) No. I really know what else I can do. I'm very (laughs) unforgiving. You know, how, you know what an inconvenience is? It is for me to appear on this show. Rude. Why I, is it an inconvenience? I actually don't want to go into it. That was a joke between you oh. guys that it's not an inconvenience <laughs> in any way whatsoever. Oh, I see, I see. Oh, okay. I'm basically <laughs> transmitting the thoughts I was having in my bedroom into a microphone. Now. Oh, okay. <laughs> in your kitchen. Yes. You know. Can you say why you're on so seldom? Um, because it's uncouth of a man <laughs> in my position. Uh, no one says that no? shit. Uh, no. No, I just well, I, like I think we talked about it at work, and it's you know, I don't want to. We don't do a podcast regularly at okay. uh, at Capcom. Um, Maybe you should. We yeah. well, we do Maybe it every you couple steal weeks. Steal our audience, but it's like it's it's it's. There's only so much. Like you do have to stay on point there, and there's only so much to say. Hmm. And uh, rather than like have an uninteresting conversation or a, a dull week, you know, we take a couple weeks off on occasion, and then we wait for a big burst of things to happen. And that's generally how it works. Burst. It happens in burst, people. All right. Well, I think people will be happy to hear you talk about video games. I will. I will say, like, and I'll never be able to say this with like without a tinge of bias, but like, I remember me. The new trailer came out. Uh-huh. Um, I was trying to make a, a trailer. Okay. And I didn't even pass. A, I didn't. Everything I wanted to do, that trailer did, and it explains the game. I think way better than it's been explained than any other trailer had explained so far. It, it gives you the premise of the game, who Nillen is, and it came out this week, so I'm plugging that. Nillen. Okay. Nillen, right. new go, Remember Me trailer. Go check out the All new done. Remember Me trailer. On Capcom YouTube videos. That Well, welcome aboard. Hi. And that's that's an appropriate thing to say, because it's a very pirate-themed video game. Is that too Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little. Yeah, yeah maybe a little. <laughs> I'm going to go for a little. Arg. Arg. Uh, at the end for no reason. My timbers are cold. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you I might can... say they're shivering. There we go. <laughs> Connection was made. <laughs> Received. Um, so, yeah, um, the biggest news that this week so far is uh, Assassin's Creed 4 being revealed as a Henry Rollins. open world pirate <laughs> adventure. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Because no one saw that coming at all. Well, the new game added a bunch of nautical missions, did it not? Yep. It did, yes. I, I played those at E3 when I could talk about them as a member of the gaming press, but I haven't gotten to them in the game as I slowly play through 
uh, the intro for 15 minutes at a time that's once a month. Gonna, that's going to take forever. It's not. I'm not happy about it. That was my favorite, one of my favorite series of this generation, and the intro is like time. 20 hours long. Is it? No. It's like Final Fantasy length. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> which, I, which I also started. It's more like four hours long. <clears throat> anyway, mm. uh, not not the tutorial, but just the the sort of intro storyline. Anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, we're gonna talk right. more about Black Flag in the in the. Hey, I don't get to talk about this. Yeah, so yeah, I I actually got to go see it um, <gasps> at Ubisoft before it was leaked by GameStop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna talk about that in the second segment. But uh, for now, in honor of the announcement, we've decided to make our top five this week. Top five pirate games. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was wondering where this came from. Hence the ironist. That was like top five pirate Kim dot com. Uh, <laughs> Sean Parker. I uh-huh. I end him out. Uh, anybody else take this away? Fantastic. From me? I'm gonna step away, step away. So we want to start on this number five. Yep. Number five. Who? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, number number five is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. And oh. I want you all to guess which Pirates of the Caribbean game. Well, I already know. <laughs> you know, they don't know. Hmm. Tyler might know if he was paying attention. It's probably an Android exclusive. I was. Nope. I haven't played it. <laughs> nope. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. Is it, the, is it the board game they sold in the gift store, like right when you got to the rug? Yes, we often talk about board games. Yeah, do we? Show. Why am I not on more when we're doing it's that? It's board game apocalypse. Can I is talk it? about the Mad Magazine board game where your goal is to lose all your money? God, those guys are nuts. Sure, but not right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> could talk about that on another podcast. Okay. Oh. Pirates of the Caribbean Monopoly. Sure. Yes. No. Okay. Does um, that exist? It's actually so. the, the first... Pirates of the Caribbean game. Hey, really? It was in 2003. Hmm. And uh, is I kind of want to talk about this because, A, it's sort of what a pirate adventure game should be. Mm-hmm. And, B, it's really, really weird. Because it's... The thing is, uh, it was published by Bethesda and Disney Interactive around the same time that they put out uh, Elder Scrolls Three Morrowind. And it's... You know, it has nothing to do with the movies. I really? Say that for, first off, it like there's an appearance by the Black Pearl every so often, like uh-huh. it'll drift into harbor. But yeah, there's like okay. no plot connection. You're oh, that's right. You're a totally different yeah, character on a some, totally different ship. Just huh. some random ass pirate, and <laughs> you get to go around from port to port in the Caribbean and uh, like buy and sell wares and attack other ships and it's kind of cool in that there's like an on-land adventure component where mm. you're you're exploring all these towns in the surrounding wilderness and then you just go and you get on your ship and then you can sail around and uh, attack other ships Ooh. in like these these naval battles with cannons and and then you can board and fight and so it's it's kind of like a really clunky version of what uh, Assassin's Creed 4 is going to be and uh, hmm. I should say also, uh, it's it's Sea Dogs Two was the the game originally, and it's it's part of a series oh. that uh, was adapted to Pirates of the Caribbean, and then they decided to make two sequels to developer Akella, and one was Age of Pirates Caribbean Tales, which is <laughs> about as uh, sure cheesy and ripoffy uh. as a, a titles you can get, uh-huh. and then Age of Pirates Two City of Lost Ships. <laughs> Neither of which I've been able to play. The Sparrow of Jack Legend. <laughs> I really, your description of it makes me really hope there's one of those uh, trademark exploiting movies called Pirates in the Caribbean that's just about some oh, other I'm pirates. Sure, I'm sure that there are many. I hope so. Also there's probably Caribbean. Caribbean pirates. Good Times VHS still making stuff? 
It's, it's called Pirates right of the of the Caribbean. And it's pronounced Caribbean yeah, in our Caribbean film. Caribbean of the Pirates. <laughs> Pirates of the Caspian. Pirates of the Carib Bean, which you know, <laughs> it's, it's about the the plant that's used to substitute for chocolate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, all right, Wiki Pirates. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Will blow me down. So we don't have any actual VO yeah. for that. So I just have generic old man saying pirate things. There is Wait, some VO, generic, but we weren't able that, to get any. Was that someone time. you know, or did you just find yeah. it? Shave out of my timber. Yeah. <laughs> See, that, no, I just really love it. All right. Wow, is that an app? No, no, but my favorite is this one. Send him to Davy Jones' locker. Oh, it's great. You can feel like you can taste the realism. We're listening to Jack Sparrow's it. ringtones. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. <laughs> No, these are his text alerts. <laughs> That's what that show needed. It needed for Johnny Depp to answer his phone, look at it for te- five seconds, and put it back in his pocket. Groupon deal expires. It's a Nokia phone. They, I, they purchased product placement. Yeah. I yeah. never played. It's made out of wood. Any of the Pirates of the Caribbean games except for Lego Pirates of the Caribbean mm. because I didn't like the movies. Like one was okay, and then two was terrible, and I never watched I the other ones because I'm like, no, the second one was awful. One and three was confusing. Two for whatever reason. I loved. I, I loved. I didn't like two. They did the Back to the Future two thing. Like this was a trilogy all along. Everybody who was dead is not dead. Of course, I did. I did watch it. I think I was at like a birthday party or something, mm-hmm. and nobody was really paying attention to the uh, movie. So I was like, every time I looked at the screen, it was something weird going on. I forgot like, the now, age fuck gap. This you should watch it, and you should watch. People don't like three, but I, I like how weird it got. It just mm-hmm. got. It's really weird. Well, and yeah. I like, you know, the end of, I think it was the end of two, and then the the third and fourth movies were, be like, were, were just like, uh, our Jeffrey Rushby, the only reason you're watching this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Which, do any of them get rid of, uh, what's his face, the pretty one? Because um, I hate him. He's not that? in the fourth one. Orlando ah, Bloom? I'll watch but, that one then. But the fourth one is kind of garbage. Also. Never mind. Well, it's not, it's not as bad as some people it say. It seemed like they still had a story mediocre. left to say in it. It was an organic endeavor of oh, art. Oh, yeah, totally. No, it was... Yeah. Uh, Stranger it, Tides? It, it really needed to, uh, to be out there and made at all. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, see, I thought, I thought you were talking... I guess I assumed you were talking about the second game. Because I guess I just didn't bother to pay attention. The game for the second movie. Ah. The because that is nothing to remember. I, I just don't remember it very well at all. I remember it. It's very short. Are you talking about uh, oh, was it Pirates of the Caribbean: The Legend uh, of Jack Sparrow for PS2? Uh, I, I had to review that for Games Radar. That was stupid. Did you? Yeah. Oh, is it still up there? Uh, probably. Bet you gave it an eight. I bet I gave it lower than that. Oh man. <laughs> uh, I would have given it an eight. <laughs> of course. Well, you gave Brink an eight, so you know. Shut up. Yeah, the, the bottom line is there are tons of Pirates of the Caribbean games. Most of them yeah. are awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the and only one I thought did something interesting. Mm. However, badly it panned out. Mm. Game didn't get very good reviews, and the sequels got even worse reviews. So, hooray! It's number five on our top five. Hooray! There aren't that many pirate games. That's true. There are a ton of pirate games. What are you talking but about? But most of them are bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Most of them well, I think it's it's difficult to make a... That's why people pirate them. A, a, <laughs> a remarkable pirate game because, like, the what we think of as pirate is so cliche. What is... Like, the people who did make something remarkable out of it, that's why it's mm-hmm. notable. 
I would imagine that's why this top five came together. Well, it's interesting you should talk about pirate cliches, Chris, mm. because our Arg? next game is remembered, I think, primarily because of its pirate cliches. That's what? Skies of Arcadia. Oh, yes, yes. I, well, I barely I remember I hope to that. God you can talk about this because no, I actually, also barely remember. It's uh, also a game I barely remember. I mean, oh, it's, God, mostly, this is a nightmare. it's mostly a dungeon crawler as far as, as far as I know, but like it, you do encounter pirate ships in the air. And then, then if this is allowed then any JRPG with an airship is allowed. So well, we can no, go off to any territory Which Because this was really pirate It was really pirate Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. that it has airships and it has, like, air whales, I remember, mm-hmm. in the, the beginning. And oh. it was yeah. That was a colony uh, of whales uh-huh. uh, in the United <laughs> Kingdom, right up in the air. But the air main whales, character... Air whales, radio station all about whales, just... <laughs> <laughs> Main Sorry. characters were uh, a boy with a, an eye patch that mm-hmm. was actually like some sort of green lens because mm-hmm. you can't actually have the main character be mutilated in any way because girls won't find that sexy. Mm. It's true. Uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> girls hate scars. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, uh, I'm uh, sorry. I think John Marston <laughs> proves that all wrong. <laughs> oh, John Marston. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Garrus. Yeah, yeah. Garrus is basically one w- big walking scar. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, yeah, the other main character is a girl in a yellow dress with a boomerang, which is, you know, the, the kind of person you could often find hanging out with pirate crews. What mm-hmm. the hell? Boomerang is the least piratey yeah. weapon. Why yeah. did they end up? Well, but like, ah, she's had, a girl, so distance weapon she and also boomerang. She uh, Pippi Longstocking uh, pigtails. Come nice. Yeah. Hot. To your world. Oh, sorry, I got song gets stuck in my head all the time. The oh, Pippi Longstocking. The New Adventures of Pippi Longstocking. It was Is that the really live action the one? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I watched action. that all the time. They were, yeah, but the, I, I know the one you're Do talking not give about, Anne credit. Or, but don't assume Anne has seen the Hungarian version, <laughs> which contains way well, no, too much oh, child nudity. The one you're talking like, about, uh, <laughs> she spins around really fast yes. with a baroon. Yeah, I remember that one. That was kind of creepy. Freckle face, red haired girl. But wasn't there like a whole series of like Disney movies made in the 60s or 70s or yeah. something? Well, they were Hungarian movies oh. that were or dubbed. I, oh. I, I mean, the ones I saw. Okay. And yes, again, like they're totally comfortable with a degree of child nudity I don't think would have passed in, the, in Hollywood at the time. <laughs> we're on a pirate ship. Let's bathe. Holy... I need to leave. Let's get Why naked. am I watching this in the theater? This is so old. I, that's the last naked thing I remember about children. it. Naked children. Naked <laughs> children. And the, uh, what am I, a pedophile? <laughs> I don't, this is not in my Netflix queue. <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> that's, that's, there's no reason yeah, to go off on a tangent on that, move. but I did watch My Neighbor Totoro, and there is a, like a child bathing scene that really lingers. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that at all. But when you're scared, children, just laugh. Uh, oh, uh, that's right. His father, her, her father's giving them both a bath, isn't he? In the same tub, all... That's right. All... Uh, Right, I think Naked I blocked that out long. for a reason. Yep, yep, but not Disney. Thanks for Good bringing it back. Good on him, yep. dude. Speaking, of, is is do we have some Disney representation on here? Other we, than we just did animated Disney representation, you scoundrel. Uh, okay, I, no. I shouldn't have gotten ahead of myself. I just knew there wouldn't be. Yeah, you were right. I actually went and bought the um, Return to Neverland PS One classic, ah. as it's labeled in the store, and it's hysterical. So th- that's the thing. Like, there are a lot of decent games that are that, that involve pirates mm-hmm. in some way, but it kind of needs to be like pirates as a central theme. Yeah, every Kingdom yeah. Hearts has a, a, a decent pirate scene and a decent scene from Peter Pan. It's just mm-hmm. the, the Peter Pan game where you it just stars him and Peter Pan flies. So you're looking at when I look at the game on YouTube. It looks like every single broken game going into debug mode you've ever seen, but that's just what Peter Pan is. 
a guy who scoots along the floor without moving his legs. <laughs> he's a total yeah. glitcher. God. And there's some really weird CG, and he's got a really weird voice. If you have any other questions about Peter Pan, let me tell you. Oh, uh, man. Be sure to ask So many you. questions. Where was Captain Hook educated? Educated? Um, that was... Uh, School of Hard Knocks? Uh, <laughs> the uh, Bildrat University. Uh, um, it was Eaton, actually. What? He was he was educated at Eton College. Why do you waste this on uh, video games? So <laughs> you, should be on the History Channel with big hair. Because I found this out researching a video game related article. <laughs> I I just How read. Do you think I read a book on man? Can I have one moment? I'll have nowhere else to talk about this. <laughs> okay. uh, it, it, okay. I read a book on Song of the South, and the kid in I'm Song bored. of the South. He yeah, won an Oscar. He, I'm bored. He won an Oscar. Bobby Driscoll. He's the voice of Peter Pan. Okay. And Peter Pan from that. I just bought the Disney movie. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, he was a prom, he won the Oscar. And that just happened. Timely, right? Huh? Mm -hmm. uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, the, I think our the, last, the juvenile last Oscar was about it a week ago. <laughs> the juvenile Oscar, and um, he starred in Song of the South, So Did My Heart, and Treasure Island for Disney. And he was one of Walt Disney's favorite people. And then he went through puberty. And was cat well, Peter Pan was his last like, all right, this guy's not doing so well. Let's throw him a bone. And so he got to do Peter Pan. And then he he died in an abandoned house in New York, and his body was never identified for th like two years. I'm less so now. what you're saying is uh, he was one of Walt Disney's favorites until he hit puberty. Yes. <laughs> at which point he died under mysterious circumstances. But that's he hit puberty, and I, I thought I had read that like. I did the, I, as did Walt Disney feeling bad for the dude and like, mm -hmm. all right, you can be Peter Pan. It's a great voice. Everybody's seen that movie. Everybody remembers the way Peter Pan sounds. Yeah. Little bit mm -hmm. of pixie dust. That's the guy who died horribly. Like you think Lindsay Lohan's bad. Like he died with so much smack in his veins. Oh, man. <laughs> Jesus. And, and of heart what a failure heartwarming exposure. tale. Yes, Disney oh. magic. So he just was, to recap, he was flying. Walt Disney lost interest in him when he hit puberty. Uh, oh man! Just to reiterate, <laughs> in his acting I just want to make sure that's clear. In his, he, Walt actually said he was the embodiment mm -hmm. of his own youth, and oh, uh, I'm sure that's that's what lots of pedophiles say. Oh mm -hmm. man, what, where's all this? So, I, I get know. it. And Walt Disney, we're both we're peers. <laughs> uh, oh, skies of Arcadia! No, oh, my bad. Uh, my bad. Uh, so no, I can't talk about it much either because I was. What did like, you play it on? Uh, Dreamcast, but mm -hmm. I then I was playing the other five popular Dreamcast yeah. games that existed. And then, Evolution and Billy Hatcher. Yes. Yeah. No, I was <laughs> really Hatcher. into really into Power Stone for a while. Every yeah. single night, Thank it would you. just be like tournaments. Skies of Arcadia. I never beat it. I remember not beating it. No, I never beat it either. Was it, it was it a dungeon crawler? Or are we are we confusing like it with game. Evolution? No, no, that you would like it was mostly you traversing from like island to island, right? And then you'd get off and you'd Yeah. And you'd mm. sort of it was basically a dungeon crawler, but you flew around to each dungeon. Yeah. Not really a right. very piratey game. Like you don't no. I don't think you actually like you never say prey or... on any ships. You never oh, it's some of the dungeons are ship de uh, below oh, deck okay. on ships. Yeah, I think you're probably searching for some kind of artifacts that are gems that glow and have powers or mm -hmm. something. Okay. I think. Uh, I'm so making that up. I don't skies know. of arachnophobia. I, I, I just, I, it's totally believable. I, I really don't care. And somebody, somebody right now is 
fuming over <laughs> our inability to talk normally about this. You did this to me yeah. in a recent Adam podcast. I, did I? So yes, you just convinced me everything you said was true because I had <laughs> so little knowledge <laughs> in the subject matter. No, I mean, there's one person who's a huge fan of this game and has yeah. uh, and is just mm-hmm. so angry right now, and I'm sorry to that person. Now, he probably likes the GameCube version. Uh, come on. <laughs> you can't call yourself a purist if you like that uh, version, which I've never played. So man, was that really too say. soon to slam the GameCube? <laughs> sure. Uh, should we move on? Ah, uh. an eternal voyage through the murky blackness, sprinkled with billions of points of light, each with its own history, written there in the dark. This is a story inscribed upon one such point of light, a story what? of heroes. Do you know what this is? No, story. Peter Pan and the Pirates in Dark Water. Swords and space and pirates. Yeah. And a guy Ace whose last name is in the title. Mm-hmm. Main character's last name. Uh, first name is Jaster. Uh, Jaster, which is the dumbest name. Admiral Mass Effect? <laughs> yes. Yay! It's, it's Admiral Mass Effect, the oh. movie no. part three. Do I get a candy? Oh. That is part two Rogue is Galaxy. That's true. Rogue Galaxy. Rogue, Rogue Galaxy. Is that like Planet Hulk, but when Rogue took over? Sure. And, no. No, Marvel fans <laughs> out there are delighted. I get it. All right, it took you no. a moment, but it's wonderful. Uh, it was it was probably before Nino Kuni. It was the last really good JRPG made by Level Five, mm-hmm. which also did the I'm Professor sorry. Layton series, which is fantastic. But uh, they did that like right after Dragon Quest Eight, and I'm just rattling off facts now. But, I uh, I really enjoyed Rogue Galaxy, and I was a little sad that they because I don't. Not a big JRPG person, but for some reason, like You're I a girl. don't know why I like this because I mean it's not that not too terribly well, different was, dungeon crawler. I mean, it had it was fun though. Really enjoyable combat, yeah. And an interesting story and relatable, sort of relatable characters as sort far as sort of relatable characters as far as anime JRPGs go. Yeah, and I mean I had my issues with this, which I'll get into a little bit later. But he's got a scar and a mysterious past. Relatable <laughs> characters in JRPGs. <laughs> da 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 da. Anyway, that's all I have. He might be the one who saves everything. <laughs> he might be. He might be. But um, ah, he's brooding. No, if he's got a scar and a mysterious past, he's the old man who's uh, 28 years that's old. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is about a kid. But uh, he gets nosebleeds when he sees girls. <laughs> I remember being just like me, really kind of bummed that they never made a sequel. This game came out in America in 2007. It was it was pretty late into the PS2's life cycle. Well, I feel like we it had came already out in moved 2005 on. in Japan. I want to say it was 06. And we didn't get it for a couple years after. Mm-hmm. So either either 06 or 07. Yeah. Anyway, point is they never made another one even though this one I mean it it did fairly well. Mm-hmm. Like the American people version seemed they to think, like it. I think they added a bunch of stuff that wasn't they did. the Japanese one like And the, they also it was like a special edition and they re-released it in Japan with all the added right, stuff too. Right. Cuz they do that all the time with JRPGs. <laughs> But, I mean, I remember having a lot of fun with it, and I don't know that I ever finished it, but I should. I should go back. I still have my copy somewhere, but I should go back and finish it, because... I don't know that I know what it looks like. It looks um, good. It looks like a blonde kid yeah, in well. torso armor with a sword, who we can hear talking right now, actually. Really? Yes. What does he sound like? He sounds like the this. The sands of time blow ceaselessly. Watch out there. But it's not going to end like this. I just want to... I'm going to p- find my way out <laughs> I just want to point out that Anne actually edited down the pauses. Uh, oh, that's that. n- that's not the one I edited oh, no? down. No, no, no. Here's the okay, one I edited okay. down. Who are you? I'm your ally, of course. For now, anyway. More importantly, the big fella went off toward the residential area. 
That beast is worth at least 20,000. Come on. 20,000? What are you, some kind of hunter? Pretty much. So, hold up. 20,000? That, that edit right there is about 15 seconds long. Wow. When I got it, it was about 40 seconds long because they put like 10 second pauses between everything nice. they say, which brings me to one of my big issues with this game. Everything about this game was long. It had really long cutscenes, really long, really frequent cutscenes. It had really long dungeons. Like, mm -hmm. it took forever to get through these things. And, uh, and every single person who talks, they put a million pauses between. So that they was... put a pause between, hey, listen to me. Okay. I'm listening. I, like that is like, that is a fucking one. JRPG hey, kid, conversation. I'm talking to you. But what? I think that was if the, if the biggest problem that I had with that game is that they had too many pauses between a lot of the stuff that oh and I was talking to you Michael earlier mm -hmm. about and I can't remember if this was this game or maybe another one that I played around mm -hmm. the same time but whenever you died I seem to remember you had to go like it took you back to the main title screen. And you had to start Ooh. over from there. And I fucking hated that. But I could be remembering another game. So I'm not entirely sure if that yeah, was Rogue yeah, Galaxy. Like put that on Rogue Galaxy. It has man. been five years since I played this game. So. <laughs> I, you want to hear my favorite? I do an impression. I'm trying to work on right, right. a resume to be a voice sure. actor in okay. the RPG. There's all one right. line you have to know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. It's true. Uh-huh. 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 Uh -huh. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. We just we just acted. That was beautiful. We just that acted. was so good. We just acted. It's been it anime beautiful. voice acting theater, courtesy <laughs> of Chris Antista, Tyler Wilde, and Anne Lewis. I did. I did. Just... <laughs> okay. Well, let's not get fancy, because not all of us know Japanese. Me, I don't I, know Japanese. I've taken two classes. I know all there is to know. What's that, Michael? Eh? Nothing. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. but I was it? Um, I remember on Talk Radar when we were making fun mm. of one of the Final Fantasy uh, Duodecim uh, City. Uh, I, oh, I remember that. I episode. take no responsibility, yeah. but I can get someone to go get those <laughs> those sound clip <laughs> switches. But, but was it? I think it was uh, Carolyn Goodmanson was oh. on, and she was saying that like there's something in Japanese culture where it's rude like it's interrupt. extremely rude to interrupt. Which I just did. So people always <laughs> wait. Hey, we're American. We interrupt yeah. everybody. Yeah, that's why the Japanese time. hate us. Yes, probably. Yes. Um, well, anyway, uh, no, you don't. No, the, okay. no, you don't. Uh, <laughs> keep those paychecks down. Uh, I always thought that when um, somebody who wasn't me on mm -hmm. that show you mentioned that I can't verify I was on. Sure. Um, okay. All right, everybody from Gapcom, get out of the room. Who's listening <laughs> to this right now? Uh, we 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 did Clerks and Glengarry Glen Ross JRPG style oh, with yeah. like oh, nine second yeah. pauses in between very quick banter. It's <laughs> <laughs> for thirty seven. All right, I'll go look for those. If I find All them right. in the break, can we play them? Yes. Sure. Yay! All right, moving on. Jesus. This is the one I think most people think of when they think pirate game. Which is Age of Booty. Sid Meier's Pirates. Come on, man. Sorry, oh, Chris. Brought here for a reason. Sid Meier's Pirates. Womp. Mm. Sid Meier's Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sid Meier's Pirates. Uh, was a it was a classic eight bit game that was, it was was yes mm -hmm. once upon a time right. and it well, was now it's it out was, on the iPads. So yeah, it was it go. was remade oh, in the mid two thousands. 
as a bizarre minigame collection uh, with uh, nautical exploration in between. And it's it's a lot of fun, actually. I think it's it's one of those addictive games that you play for hours and hours mm-hmm. and can't remember any of because it's actually just a hypnotic signal that's uh, sent from Sid Meier's mind to yours. Ooh. And as far as I know, is the last thing he's ever done. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> except for XCOM. Oh, that might bad. Yeah, and probably several civilizations. And well, I, at the time when his name was, because uh, what had he done before that? Before this, he had done uh, everything. He'd done everything. He'd done, and, well, he'd like done not civilization. Many people, he'd done the original Pirates. Yeah, not he'd many done the original XCOM. Get their name possessive in front of it. So when I saw the package, I thought, "Who the hell is Sid Meier, the captain?" I thought it was like Sid, Sid Meier and his band of pirates. I thought, <laughs> "Well, the, <laughs> like, Captain Sid Meier." The, the name originally was just pirates. Yeah, with, pirates a, with an exclamation, exclamation and now it's Sid Meier's band pirates. of misfits. I think it's just Sid Meier's and Tom Clancy that get that yeah. now. Who else gets that? Um, um, Stephen King's. Stephen. Okay. M. Night Shyamalan. American McGee. All right, American McGee twice. But I mean, I'm talking about big, big games that everybody knows. Everybody knows Sid Meier's, and everybody knows yeah. they don't really do them anymore. Sid Meier's. Everybody he knows Tom Clancy. Seem like a real person to me. I don't, like, I don't think I've ever read an interview with Sid Meier. I just see his name in front of yeah, important that's true. games. Maybe maybe Cliff Blazinski will get it someday. Like, yeah, maybe. You, you could just market Cliff Blazinski's uh, overpriced shit pile, and people would buy it. Maybe did this thing. Cliff <laughs> Blazinski. I can't even say. I, it. I like the idea of like. Come, you're drunk. <laughs> I, I, I was just laughing through my. I just was going to make Gears of War party or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Gears party war. Marcus yeah. Phoenix's games with friends. Gears of party. <laughs> Bullet war party. <laughs> Just a board game where you have to outwit the uh, the locust and get to the the treasure before them. So. I would play that game. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I'll, I'll check it out. But yeah, Sid Meier's Pirates was really good. The the dancing mini games, not so much. Those, Those are, are always dumb. fun. But you know, sword fighting, My plundering, whole life attacking is a dancing ships, mini game. It is cruising around. It's lots of fun on yeah. the high seas. It wasn't quite what I wanted, like from you know the Pirates of the Caribbean game, for example, mm-hmm. where. It's like, you know, and, and, oh, and there's there's an RTS component as well. I should point that out because uh, this is about giving complete descriptions of games <laughs> and not commenting on them in an interesting way. No, no, keep going. This has been Vigi Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Good night, everybody. <laughs> she didn't say the UPC code. <laughs> well, that's why I have you on, Chris. All right. Sid Meier's Pilates. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a, t- a tactical, like, uh... Uh, turn-based or you know, uh, strategy game right. in which you do Pilates. So there it is, the obligatory pirate entry. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. Got it. Whoa! From the personal log of Guybrush Streetwood, sometimes when it's quiet, I can still hear the monkeys. It's hard to believe that it's only been a few years since I first washed up on the beaches of Melee Island, armed with nothing more than a goofy name and an overpowering urge to become a swashbuckling pirate. Yeah, so it doesn't have much combat, it doesn't have much nautical exploration, but it is a ton of fun. It's got and it's all by the pirates, because mm-hmm. it's the, about a mighty pirate. It's, it's the Monkey Island series, for yeah, those of you who and don't we, know. We couldn't pick one game, so mm. we chose the whole series, Yes, because they're combat. all great. It's got insult sword It does have think, insult sword fighting, yes. I, I think we all have at least several in the series that we haven't played, and it differs, so uh, I we actually, can talk about all of them. I actually played all of them right before Tales from Monkey Island oh, came wow. out. 
I marathoned them because I hadn't played them in, in a long did time. Did you then marathon Tales from Monkey Island? Well, I did it the day before that game came out, so then I played right. it the day it came mm. out. Oh, okay. And now I have it all on my iPad again. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Is it worthwhile? Is it a tearjerker like Walking Dead was? <laughs> no. I assume it was because it's the same company. Right? It is hilarious. It is really, uh, it's really intense. He wants to be a pirate so bad. He does, and then he dies and comes back, and it's great. Ooh, spoilers. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to ruin it. <laughs> But we brought up uh, we brought up think. insult sword fighting, which is one of the more famous things from that game. And of course, there's one insult that everybody always remembers. You fight like a dairy farmer. How appropriate! You fight like a cow. And that's one that everybody always remembers from those. Yeah, notice uh, the JRPG style pause there <laughs> as they allow each other to talk. Waiting for the Microsoft WMA <laughs> file to load. <laughs> yeah. Well, up the CD. Mm. One of the th- like the thing with that whole insult sword fighting thing was one of you would say something and the other person would pick an appropriate response, but then mm-hmm. the person you're fighting would say something and you get this long list of insults to come back with. And if you pick the wrong one, then they gain the upper hand in the sword fighting. There's and a- if you pick the right one, then then you gain the There's upper no hand. No such thing as a right insult. That's what my grandmother no, said. No, there is. Right before she said a ton of racing. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandma was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> she's a bad person. <laughs> Don't miss you, Grammy. <laughs> oh, whoa. That's mean. Hey. What? Without her, you wouldn't be here. She's right in the next Might room. Might not be true. Bam. It'd probably be more attractive if it wasn't for that heinous witch. I, she, they're all still alive, by the way. They're, they're, <laughs> they're all still alive. This is a fictional so much lady. Worse. Oh, my God. Poor Graham Graham. Lady. Last time I saw my grandma was in an old folks' home. She had the biggest mustache I've ever seen <laughs> on a woman in my entire life. It was vulgar. Did she style it? Was it like uh, a handlebar? Handlebar mustache. She, Curly cue. She still had her hair done. That, why didn't someone Is take care of her Is your grandma a hipster? No. She's just... She gets that old lady hair when they can't help but fry it into a complete circle. Uh, oh, God. My bus driver always used to have that when I was a kid. <laughs> my bus driver was a transvestite. <laughs> so That's fascinating. Tell me more. What? Are you being serious? Because yes. it totally was. Yeah. It was a dude lady. A dude lady? Yeah. Not a lady dude? I don't know if, if she was post-op, but yeah. Mm. She's with a dress, like a legs wide open with a big wheel uh, between them. Adam's apple... Always wore gloves because she had these big hairy man hands. Nice. Yeah. I, She's like six foot four. It was very bizarre. Could not be this around. <laughs> oh, I'm still, I'm still thinking of hipster grandma with <laughs> handlebar mustache, drinking craft beer, <laughs> talking about how this, how this, uh, this bar is going downhill. Maybe the mustache is like uh, a tattoo. Wait a second. That that, on her finger. Every conversation <laughs> I've had with my grandparents is total hipster bullshit. That's true. Really? Is, uh, <laughs> I was in the Charleston before everybody else. CDs are bullshit. <laughs> Real music lovers listen to vinyl. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Movies were better when they starred Jimmy Stewart. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow, old, old people. people, you're the best. Old people Slash should have worst. their own urban outfitters. <laughs> I think they do. They're called estate sales. I, I, I love, I love, I love, I, I'd be me too. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, we don't need to buy I, vintage clothes. That's I really like estate sales. I love estate sales. I love them. They're so like. They're, but if you go, you can find them around the city, and you'll go. A lot of them are just like in the apartment, and you're like, I'm in a dead man's apartment, and I all like this stuff is really there. cool. 
weapons? Oh, yeah. Really? I recently got rid of a lot of my weapons, but most of them came from estate sales and flea markets. Name three of your weapons, please. I have a lot of knives. Really? You have one with a what? An I have eagle? one with an eagle on it. Like and then I have another eagle? that's like a foot long and it's got roses etched into it. <laughs> and another one that's like a really old machete. Are I you kept a those pirate? Ones. No, I'm not. How do you display these things? Um, I I used to just leave them around my house. <laughs> just leave to them laying other around members? my house. No. Don't you have a younger sibling? No, this was a. Well, I lived. Is that with why you left them laying my around? My roommate your house? Rachel also mm-hmm. had her own collection of weapons, and we would just have them lying around. And then when we moved, we were divvying up our stashes, and I kept like seven. I think that's like a hundred percent more weapons than we have in our house. We have. Boo. I think we might have a steak knife. Uh, <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Weapon Apocalypse. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Which actually makes a lot more sense than Video Game Apocalypse. I think I'm going to change the name of the cast. Changing it to Weapon Apocalypse, uh-huh. where we talk about video games. Yeah, I can't spell and, it. Either. And we have segments like Gun Death. And <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Considering Sword all the segments, uh, we had a torture thing. So you know what? This really is fitting. Like, it is. It I think is. We should just is. talk about. I, I like this all new time. direction we're headed in. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, I think we do have some more sound from we this. Though. Do we? Do we want to play the meet cute between uh, him and his future wife? Yes, it's very cute. My lookout told me of your arrival. I've wanted to meet you ever since I heard your fascinating name. Tell me, Guybrush, why do you want to be a pirate? You don't look like one. Your face is too sweet. I see. Well, you're obviously not in the mood for idle chit-chat, are you? That's the first time you meet Elaine, yeah. and she is the governor of Melee Island when you meet her. I think I think this sequence, like, you're presented with, like, a list of uh, conversation uh, choices um, that are all very... Er, uh, aren't, like, some of them kind of actually witty and urbane, and then you click on them and it does that anyway? Oh, I don't know. Those might be further down, but yeah, uh, most of them are just... Uh, I might be confused. Uh, uh, and they get progressively more gerbil and... <laughs> as you go... <laughs> Which I feel is how I talk to people when I first yes. meet them. Yeah. So that's how I do podcasts. Throat <laughs> 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 uh, so dry. Blurble. Blurble. Man, Ron Gilbert was great. Still is. Cave, cave. was great. I have was not played great. the cave. Still, gear. still great. Was. Still, oh god. What? You like the cave? <laughs> I'm just being a dick. Yes, the oh, cave wait. was great. Uh, Ron Gilbert's great. Speaking of important notice, these dogs are not dead. They are only sleeping. No animals were harmed during the production of this game. Could not quite put my face. Is that the narrator of the cave? If it's not, it sounds a lot like It him. sounds a lot oh, like wow, him. Really? Yeah, that yeah. is from Secret of Monkey Island when you poison a bunch of dogs. <laughs> poodles, <laughs> I, I right. think. You poison, oh, yeah. yeah, you have that to poison was, those yeah, That was one of the dumber puzzles, if was, I recall. Where well, like, there are quite a few dumb puzzles in those games. Poison Poodles to get, and that's, I think you're trying to get to the mayor's house. Yes, that's right before you get to the mayor's house. You have to poison her vicious poodles. Isn't it Mm -hmm. weird that you feel less bad about it since they're poodles? I, I, you're right. I, if they I were golden retrievers, yeah. oh god, oh, golden and it, it's sad because so poodles are, are like genuinely really smart, awesome dogs. Yeah, but, but they, they're not. They have a they're not very rap. cute because their hair is stupid. Yeah, their hair is really stupid. Well, but that's not their cute. fault. It's not like they chose to grow it that way. Or my they're... stepbrother has a standard poodle. Uh-huh. He's great. And all right, and Chewy is pretty cute. Yeah, yeah he's a uh, he's a 
big curly haired dog who isn't yeah. shaved funny and is a standard poodle, so he's he's big. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of neurotic and 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 energetic, but you know what? The poodle is always the dick or the the upper class rich person in cartoons. Mm-hmm. That's true, and you don't see them very much, very often on actual upper class rich people. They like to carry no. like Yorkshire um, terriers or chihuahuas. That's not true. Or other dogs. One of my stepmoms was super rich, and she had a toy poodle, and that thing was the worst. She's single. A toy poodle, though. That's no, I think she's bit. married. Yeah, now. toy poodles. Ugh, they're so no gross. They're they, little they really and are. they yap. They're and really they never, stupid. They never get bigger than a shoe, and they can't climb upstairs. Ugh, they're terrible. I judge every animal based on how it's portrayed. In cartoons, so yes. I mean, mice are speedy. So- and yeah, never, never mm. own a dog you could throw up a set of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, because I have two Boston Terriers, and I'm pretty sure I could chuck them up some stairs, and they're the best. Aww. All right, well, All right. we just turned this um, from weapon cast into dog cast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think there's some some nice references embedded in the Monkey Island games. Oh, there are a lot of one particular series. You don't need to see my identification. I don't need to see your identification. I'm not the pirate you're looking for. You're not the pirate I'm looking for. I can go about my business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Move. Hey, wait a minute. Your mind games won't work on me, boy. The Monkey Island series is <laughs> riddled with Star Wars references. That was Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. For a second, I was about to say something, but then I realized you're just fucking with me, and I I can't ever tell sometimes, (laughs) so... But yeah, full of Star Wars references, and that just is is one of my favorites. Do you think that was required? I I think it was. By LucasArts, they're just like, you have to fit at least two Star Wars references into every game. That book Rob Smith wrote, like, it was... LucasArts, probably at its height, it's still, like, it's still just out of producing Star Wars movies, currently making Indiana Jones, Howard the Duck wasn't really clear how it would what its stance would be in history and lucas made the decision to no i don't want to make games based on star wars that's not what our company does and they no, ended it's up, all his company does to some extent disney does you can blame that that's they right. do now you can, but uh yeah i thought that was a, a very bold decision like they actively avoided making games based on the huge huge hot properties even though the logo is almost exactly the same and should have been synonymous with Star Wars and Indiana Jones. And they made these ultra-charming games that have stood the test of time way more than games starring Star, Star Wars, Wars and Indiana, yeah. Indiana Jones. Games characters. starring it's Star Wars kind of sucked. Speaking yeah. of Disney, uh, Ron Gilbert really wants the rights to Monkey Island. Yeah. Ron Gilbert, the creator. And he told both Anna and I, we both interviewed him, oh, that, yeah. that he uh, he was worried that He's worried about let Disney owning it. Let the IP stagnate, and he really wants to get it back, but... Well, Who knows if he will? Didn't didn't Lucas? I guess Lucas Arts just licensed it to Telltale to make mm. those games. Yeah, but mm. um, Disney is now in you know in charge, and I don't think mm. anyone's work. Mm. I don't think anyone has a Monkey Island license. You do, to you do run right now. It happens all the time with PC games. They end up in in the hands of people who don't know what to do with them, or even know that they own them. Uh, I hope yeah. I hope that doesn't become the case. I, I hope someone at Disney is like, you know, you guys bought this as beloved a, thing. I know you're worried about Star Wars more, but I as hope, a Disney I just, fan, I own a 25th anniversary Flight of the Navigator pin. Like they acknowledge <laughs> everything they've ever done of of any kind. So I hope they'll be kind to it. I, I, hope I so. also hope that Star Wars Force Unleashed 2 is not the last appearance of Guybrush Threepwood. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. You could unlock... Oh. There's a Guybrush Threepwood Jedi a, skin. Yeah. Oh. I totally forgot that that was a thing. Now I have to play that game. Yep, I played like that for a while. I'm like, this is you awful. Have to... I really don't want to play that game. 
<laughs> you have to find it in one of the levels, yeah, don't you? Yeah, it's like hidden behind a statue, and I found it just completely by accident. Yeah. Oh, my God, that was... I'm glad I, you, you say three... I was going to ask how you pronounced his name. Threepwood. Three have you not Mighty heard it, pirate. Like, like, like strep throat, threpwood? Threpwood. I've heard, I've heard it pronounced like that. No, it's three... Strepwood. Strepwood. All right. Well, Ooh, brought it to a lull. That would be. <laughs> Why do I even come on? These that would things? be our last entry. Mm. Well, we should we should go out. We have one more thing. Is that a banana in your pocket, or are you just glad to see us? Those are the cannibals that only eat fruit. Yeah. Anyway, it's the, the dreaded pirate banana dick, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is that what it is? Is he trying to make an excuse to? No, eat he stole bananas. Dick? Oh, mm. I see. I see. Threepwood stole bananas. It seems like a bad idea stealing from cannibals who, who only eat fruit. fruit. <laughs> yeah. They build mannequins out of fruit to use as sacrifices instead of people. <laughs> My response to this is weirding me out. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> eating fruit as opposed Something to eating Something about like, cannibals shaping fruit-based people is disgusting. <laughs> like, uh, and they wear fruit masks. Regular cannibalism for some reason sounds way more acceptable <laughs> fruit cannibalism. Ugh, than like this banana mush. Ugh. We normally only do five entries in the top five, yeah. but we actually have Weird. a very special. We do. What? A and special number zero. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome for that. <laughs> but uh, our number zero is. I call negative one. They say dead men tell no tales. But my tale. Just beginning. Chris, what is it? No idea. Really? Because you're the only person we have who oh, saw this is game. That, is it that game? <laughs> it's, it's that, that game. game. That's that's I like I I don't even know what I can say about that. It's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Armada, uh, Armada, Armada the, the Damned. Damned. It well A cancelled uh, game. <laughs> right right now I work for I work for Capcom and but before I was a member of the gaming press and I went to go see this game called Pirates of the Caribbean Armada of the Damned, and it was in Vancouver, and there weren't a lot of people there, and it was the most in-depth studio tour preview I've ever done, where like I'm in the rooms with people typing code into the game. I know that happens all the time at PC Gamer. Yeah, but, we, uh, we code all the games we write about. Actually, it's true. <laughs> it's true. you do. You do it yourself. But it's, it's just that like I'd never been. I, I at the time I have been closer since then, but not to one that disappeared and no one ever saw. And there were people even like bugging me, like you want to do a post? What was wrong with the game? And like I, I don't know. I, but it looked really cool. What it, to, to me, it it looked like a huge risk. Not in terms of, well, one, I was downstairs, and I think they said, yeah, we wanted to make the ocean uh, authentic and one one to the real ocean. Oh, good. And Jesus. did and like and they were like, then that didn't work at That's all. That's a recipe for um, boredom. That's what a that terrible is. idea. Yeah, well, they had they had something like but here's what it looked like and we did that. And they showed me like there is actually like dynamic on sea combat in addition to a lot of on foot missions and then you'd get out of the ship and it looked a hell of a lot like Assassin's Creed God of War and depending yeah, on Yeah, your... I was watching some of the gameplay that they released and it, it he has this big anchor that he swings around and every time he it does something like that's this looks type. like God of War. That's the evil type. Uh, the evil one has the, if you, the anchor. If you don't question people or I think there's all these options like poison people and pull stealth stuff and get your information that way and accomplish missions that way or you could just uh slay people and and that guy in particular like he would just come up behind people, whip out an anchor, throw it in like one of the hooks would fall in his eye. And I just couldn't stop. But there was I, no blood in that game at all. But I would just turn around and be like, there's a Disney logo behind me, right? Like, I don't know how, how they're going to get... I have to imagine... 
I hope that's not the case because that whole studio shut down like uh, right afterwards. Propaganda, I believe. Mm-hmm. No one's here to confirm mm-hmm. or deny. No, that's okay. Um, yeah, I, I I have to believe that Disney was too afraid to publish something that brutal, and it's, that's what looked cool it's to me. Brutal, while at the same time kind of having a very PG feeling to it. It like, doesn't. There's there's no blood, but I mean, like it was graphic. It was like the same. It is graphic. Like he grabs people with the anchor and kind of slams them around a bit. And I don't know what you call that. You pull off a move, and I just played Street Fighter Four today, but in the office, but all la where like the the camera will switch and just do a focus on what point of contact the weapon is made in that yeah. person's body. So it was graphic, uh, and yeah, yeah. I wish I don't know. That's that's kind of tragic. I mean, tragic that, that the whole company sort of went down after that because they made they made Tron Evolution, the Tron Evolution game. The, they made the Tron Legacy game called Tron Evolution, mm-hmm. and as is the case with a lot of movie tie-ins, it wasn't very well received. But this was like. There is no movie involved with this. Well, yeah, There's, Armada of the Damned. It's based on the license. You have all the time that you but want. They were doing this was... before they did Tron Evolution, right? They were oh. doing, I think, probably both simultaneously. Oh, that's um, you covered Tron sad. Evolution as well. Yes, I remember you. You had like a box set headline that was like Tron's Legacy or something like that. It got changed. Tron a Legacy. No, that was Tron for, that was a for legacy. that was for P Tom. <laughs> One of you, I won't say who. Like this, you got to have this sidebar B two headline. It's called Tron a Legacy. For the sidebar, it's like that's not two words. It's an A. <laughs> that, like that's that's the third word. I thought I was being very clever in talking about Tron Legacy, Tron A Legacy, and that was a I had thirty word history that. of that Tron. That wasn't me either. Yeah, one of you, one of you, P Tom kids. Oh, okay. it was Roger. No. <laughs> Fair enough. That's okay. We can blame it on him because he'll never listen. Mm-hmm. That's true. He won't. You hear that, Roger? You will never. You hear that, it. Roger? But Armada of the Damned was had no ties to the movie. It was about a man named Sterling, mm-hmm. Starling, Ster- I think it was Sterling. But he found this old beat-up ship called the Nemesis. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm gonna let play an old, old man describing what the story is about. If he could hunt down its missing pieces, then he'd become the Caribbean's most powerful pirate. A legend of the sea. Or even the Dread Menace, if that were his taste. So basically, you're hunting down pieces of this ship, I guess. And along the way, you make choices to be a good person or a bad person. So it's a lot like Fable in in that uh, that respect. Are you a pirate or a bad pirate? Well, (laughs) pirates... I don't know how many of them are actually... Good. No, have you ever seen Ice Pirates? Those guys were charming. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the noble thief aspect of, mm-hmm. of pirates a lot of the time. Uh, Firefly, they were kind of pirates. They were smugglers more. They were, they were smugglers, but they didn't. I bet you that word they didn't were snugglers. exist. They, they were snugglers. They got up real close to the enemy and just <laughs> laid down. Well, they just made them sort of uncomfortable <laughs> with their proximity. <laughs> they probably they using, this exact same, using this exact same cadence. Ooh. Relax yourself. Point your butt out. <laughs> I'll be I'll the be. big spoon ah. tonight. Yeah, I made exactly it for you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
I oh, never get to fun. be the big spoon. Oh, hanging out in <laughs> Snuggler's Cove. <laughs> Snuggler's Cove. So yeah, good pirates, bad pirates. I think I just made a San Francisco but bar joke. I, I think it's a statement day. on the dire state of pirate games that we, well, we originally considered this for a full fledged. Oh yeah, entry. we wanted to, this was almost number five. But then <laughs> I, I remembered Rogue Galaxy at the last minute. And we're like, okay, let's do that. Too. It was really cool. I think what fundamentally sucks about pirate games, especially when you hear like the tales of the Caribbean, like stop talking about the Caribbean, like it's. It's, it's Shangri-La. It's but the Caribbean is an is an ocean and outlying islands right. that have very few structures and but, don't inherently make a good game element. But that's where the golden age of piracy was focused. I am aware of that, and there's one game who remained historic, one series that remained historically accurate to the environment at the time, and was in any way interesting. Hmm. And we already talked about it. That's true. And and, and I. I don't know. Assassin's Creed. Oh, okay. Like uh, the architecture of the time, but like every time you can think of any pirate game you want, you it. They all look the same. It's all like this little beach with these little shanties and this guy standing on a port. Ah, yes, the legend of this and that. Fetch quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Fetch me, Grog. I want to. I lost my me cutlass forty fathoms they make, deep. They Go even, find it. All those pirate games, they're making jokes about yeah, giant enemy crabs. All I have left are you two. <laughs> there are always Another giant enemy game. crabs in pirate games. Yeah. I want to play as an Ethiopian pirate. There, there, there was Fuck a giant enemy crab. I want to play as a Somalian shield. pirate, so yeah. blam. Modern. Capture some American sailors. Oh, What's yeah. Up? Topical. Hold them for ransom. Get shot in the head by the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a badass game. <laughs> oh, man. Take an American tourist hostage. Mm -hmm. There's no better gameplay element. Hey, well, do it now and you might inspire the next Argo. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, we're coming uh, aboard this cruise ship full of hostages to film a sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. We are trying to inspire Ben Affleck. Yep, Argo 2 is about an especially... Uh, <laughs> It's about an especially tense game of Counter-Strike. I bet they, they, or they, Ben Affleck has to free hostages before the timer runs out. And he has to sneak out. in with the CIA under the guise of developing mm -hmm. a mobile app. But they make up a scene Argo at the two. end where the game is fun. <laughs> uh, could that be the episode title, Argo 2? No. <laughs> don't let that be the episode title. That would be the second sequel title. We'll see. Uh, Mm. I think we got some more sound clips from this game. We do, but none of them are as funny as everything we've just talked Aww. about. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine they're all that interesting. Like, because all they had was like concept art and. Uh... No, they had a couple gameplay sequences. Like, you get to an island and you meet this guy. Mm -hmm. uh, what in the bloody hell are you? You, uh, you have come to punish us. Quickly. Kill me for blind worship of your evil goddess, the wooden woman. So what's happening in that scene is you come across this weird mutated villager that mm. these people kind of populate this whole island where the nemesis's figurehead has washed upon the shore. Mm -hmm. And they think she's an evil goddess who has cursed them, which they might be right. I don't mm -hmm. actually know because the game never came out. Mm -hmm. So uh, they think that they are all weird and mutated because of this figurehead that washed up that you are trying to find that kind of uh casts a shadow over your quest to find it it's like is this gonna turn me into well it's called armada of the damned that's true i'm putting together a cancer ship <laughs> all so of I my people have an tumors and also scurvy yeah. I, did, I did like that. And their tumors have <laughs> if you look up that character's design the the, the more evil version of the character it's my like it's barnacles all over his face and mm -hmm. 
it's it was kind of gross and I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was kind of funny in the reveal trailer that they like have him dressed two completely different ways and mm-hmm. it looks like it's part of the same action sequence. Like, you know, he's he's he at first he's like the legendary oh, or good yeah. pirate and he's dressed like a pirate. And then it's like there's like a bunch of smoke goes up on the deck and he comes out as the dreaded form which is like He's got this really mm-hmm. high collared uh, kind of looks like a vampire jacket that like it goes up to his eyes. Yeah, he looks like a uh, even more disfigured Aron from Final. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. with uh, a big like hat. a super pale one. Yeah, uh, paler. And I just want to lament that because I may not get another chance. That was I'm a big Disney fan, obviously a big game nerd, and that was it was just tragic to me that like that there was that time when Disney tried. And it, none of it worked out. That brief window when they were doing like pure. And they did like pure. That. They made. They made a wow split second. Uh, oh, yeah. Toy Story three. That game that is, game is rad. Actually, really. And good. I think it's become the foundation of several other more popular games. The whole toy box mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was that Epic Mickey. This game. This like giant. No, it's based on the brand, not Jack Sparrow. Please let. It's going to be serious. It's it's definitely going for a T rating. Oh man! And then everything went to hell, and it all went away overnight. It may have been terrible, for all we know, but I kind of feel like this was a missed opportunity. And and yeah. I think much much like Mega Man Legends three, uh, not having it Easy. makes it the best game ever. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> well, no one sets out not to make the best game ever. Mike. That's true. Well, um, I can think of a you few. Can't companies. even talk after you say the name of that game. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Oh, whole thing. Is we love you, Chris. <sighs> the fans love you. Depressed now. Aww, well, <laughs> here. Uh, I didn't choose death. If anything, death chose me. Very dramatic. Who the fuck chooses death? Yeah, he, he says this as though death. that's the norm. <laughs> I mean, if it's of like, of course you didn't choose death, you dick. Maybe accidentally as a tarot card, but. <laughs> He needs to go hang out in Cuddler's Cove. He sounds too serious. He needs a cuddle. (laughs) So I don't get it. Is he like, in the trailer, he's drowning. Does he die? Is that... I think he does die. He dies, and then he's like, I'm going to be a ship captain. I didn't choose death. I inhaled water. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't choose death. I fucking drowned. I didn't know it would kill me at the time. The ocean ate me. (laughs) I did choose drowning, though. I should point that out right now. Also, I sound like Jason Statham. He does. He sounds like Jason Statham trying to be a pirate. I punched the ocean and it flew into the atmosphere. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it gets for trying to kill me. Is that Jason Statham? That's well, that's him as Jason Statham. Oh, okay, that's Jason Statham as him as Jason Statham. up and make love to it in front of everybody. It's a really complicated (laughs) impression. In front of a bus full of Japanese (laughs) schoolgirls. I've actually forgotten what that movie was called. Crank. Crank, thank you. Wow. You're welcome. So I think that's the, the plot of the Crank 3 adventure. that we're describing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he fucks the, the ocean. ocean. And oh. that's that's just the whole plot. He has to fuck the ocean to survive. <laughs> He'll only live as long as he's fucking oh. the ocean. There's but not a lot of friction not, there. Not a terrible game mechanic. Oh. Infinite source of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he uh. just has to sort of flop away like a fish until he can figure out how to solidify the ocean. Yeah, he looks like David Hasselhoff. <laughs> He's got in a like SpongeBob a scientist movie. friend who's racing against time to right. figure out. Yeah, I, I think we're onto a. How do we get here? Guys. What, are, what am I? No. 
there's like a political angle too because there's like an oil spill and he's like, hey, I'm fucking this. And, <laughs> and there's oil coming in. He's like, oh, man. I think you just turned it into an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm fucking over here. Hey, I'm oh. trying hey. to fuck the ocean. Adam Sandler plays the guy fucking the ocean and the evil oil baron? No way. And he plays the ocean. <laughs> and he plays someone's twin sister. Stop fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. Uh, I just uh, tried to not say the F word. No. There it went. Uh, you there failed. It went. Oh, no, now I said it. Did you say it again? Failed. Mm. Oh. We're drifting in a sea of topics and we sex. Are. Yeah, <laughs> so we should end this one. Yeah, so let's go to break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some new releases oh, and some new reveals. So stay tuned. We are the pirates. Hey, did you know that uh, if you wanted to help Vigigame Apocalypse out, you could rate us on iTunes? I did know that. You did? I heard you could only give us five stars. Was... You, yeah, you only can give us five stars. That, it's that's the only the... score you're allowed to give, actually. Yeah. I and... mean, we're not paying anybody to give these scores, but uh, and if... bad things will happen to you if you don't. <laughs> this is important. Uh, also, if you do want to help us out in all seriousness, go to lasertimepodcast.com, look for the donate button. And uh, if you feel like kicking us a little cash, great. Uh, yeah, just say do. that it's for Vigigame Game Apocalypse so we can uh, win our argument with Chris that we are the best of the podcasts available on lasertimepodcast.com. Yes, and hopefully soon we will get a t-shirt situation figured out. So, you know what? It would be great if you could tell us what sorts of t-shirt designs you'd be interested in, like which logos you're into Ooh. and what colors you would want for the shirts. Fancy. Yeah. Or you can just tell us what you like or don't like about the podcast. Yes. Uh, which you can do like in the comments at vigigameapocalypse.com mm-hmm. or uh, you can go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and let us know what you think there. And there's going to be a poll attached to this episode, which we'll talk about later. So make sure that you uh, that you put your opinion in there so That's we true. know. Go do that. Go do that right now. And I've never looked a spark plug And I've never sniffed a stink bug And I've never painted daisies On a big red rubber ball And I've never bathed in yogurt And I'm so good in leggings and I've never been to Boston in the fall. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give them a big hand. You're the pirates. Don't do anything. We just stay low and lie around. And if you ask us to do anything, we'll just tell you we don't do anything. We're the pirates. You don't do anything. We just stay at home and lie around. And if you ask us to do anything, That got to be played again. Uh, that was uh, <laughs> Clerk's Stunning Final Fantasy. That's uh, Clerk's JRPG. It's beautiful. Stunted dialogue. Make sure to really, really add those breaks in. A lot of yeah. time for the camera to move around mm-hmm. the craggy environments. No interruptions. No interruptions. Welcome back. 
to Vigi Game Apocalypse. Excuse me, everybody. Because mm-hmm. they forgot what they were listening to. Mm-hmm. I know I did. <laughs> I often Let's forget. Let's hear the other one as long as we're doing this. All right. This is Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Mm-hmm. You can't close the lead you're given. You can't close shit. You are shit. <laughs> Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it because you are going out. The leads are weak. <laughs> the leads are weak. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fucking leads are weak. Dot, dot, dot. Weak. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? <laughs> Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> You can almost see the, the X button prompts to advance the, the text. With a little silhouette of Alec Baldwin popping up on the right, Ed Harris on the left. A little flashing down arrow. I was like, oh, okay, I need to, need to hit the button. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can speed up this text box, but you cannot skip. That is the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross game coming soon uh-huh. uh, to Platforms Nowhere. <laughs> to, to Sega Genesis. To Sega Genesis. To no one, you'll never find that game. I wanna, yeah. I wanna, Sega CD, Sega 32X, and Neo Geo CD. I'm going to dream soon. about that game tonight. I'd like to see a Bioware uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross where it's like, <laughs> what's your name? And your options are, fuck you. <laughs> and the, or Tom. Or, yeah. <laughs> the second is a set of steak knives. The third is your fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I hope people have seen that movie. Uh, me too, because otherwise what I'm they saying, not understand. They won't know that what I'm on. saying is hilarious. Trust <laughs> us, it is. Mm. And you should go see Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It is a really good movie, so go mm-hmm. see it. Just watch that scene. It's on the, it's on the tubes. No, you. watch the whole movie. Yeah, watch so the next up on Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross Apocalypse, mm. uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about some new so releases. We are so many different podcasts. <laughs> we really are. We're we any keep them David changing identities. Uh, yeah, sure. No. David Mamet uh, David released Mamet's Tomb Raider. <laughs> uh-huh. That's probably the biggest. Yeah. Um, sorry, Tyler, the biggest uh, release this week. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Re- Over what? Tom Brader. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'll. I'll. Tom we actually Brady? at PC Gamer haven't reviewed it yet because uh-huh. we don't have PC. Code. Yeah. So you can't. You can't say shit. No, I haven't played Fuck it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Tomb Raider. Uh, despite my best efforts, I was not able to get my hands on a copy before release, but uh, I was able to talk to a bunch of people who have, and apparently, it's a very good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've heard like for the first two hours it's like very linear uh kind of traps you into sort of a like a bunch of quick time events and, and like you were saying yeah. all the stuff that we've seen yeah. and played at press events and stuff that's all stuff from the first two hours yeah. so mm-hmm. i wasn't super impressed the first time i got my hands on tomb raider mm-hmm. at uh, i think e3 or pax last year and but i mean i guess it changes yeah, a lot because everything it, i saw was was right in the first yeah, two it hours really opens up after that apparently and uh it's got all this cool stuff you can explore it's got uh Tombs that are ac- apparently optional. You can raid raiding? them. The, the <laughs> tombs, uh, raiding tombs in Tomb Raider is optional. I'm just going to put that out there. All right. Well, that uh, seems to take away from it. But that uh, Lara apparently goes through a lot of interesting progression as a character, and uh, tomb. If you want to raid it, you can raid it. You can if you want. My dad you can raid if you want to. It's them you just going to leave the behind. door open. Father was you killed by a raidable tomb. I promised him I'd never tomb raid. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Jersey accented Lara better. Than uh, yeah, it's probably <laughs> much better. That is tomb over here. Look at it. Look, hey, look how it's dressed. Hey, it's like he's dying to get raided. It's a fucking tomb. tomb. Uh-huh. 
Think you weren't going to get raided walking out of the house like that? I'm a Tomb Raider. <laughs> I'm and Lara this, Croft. That is so on the line. Lara. <laughs> Lara. Lara Croft. Lara. 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 That, that would be how my Canadian father would say it. Hey, you playing the Mario game or the Lara game? The Lara. Lara. I don't know, like the rest of the accent is not. Is that the Tomb yeah, Raider? Does not really have an accent, but apparently. But he does say Lara and Mario. <laughs> uh, I've always wondered about that because does anybody actually go by Mario? Uh, uh, yes, Mario Lemieux, hockey player. Mario Lemieux. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. I think you have to be hockey. like. I think you kind of got to be like a Frenchie or something. No, oh. my my grandmother says Mario, and she's fucking yeah. Italian. I think it's an East Coast thing. Henry says Mario. Mm-hmm. Henry does Gilbert, he? our good friend and lifelong Mario, Mario. fan. I'm <laughs> I'm from an hour and a half away from Henry on the same I think I that we've we've, that. we've been thinking he's a fan of the wrong games. He doesn't like mm-hmm. Mario. He likes the it- No, no wait, no, I'm I'm confusing. He likes him. Mario. I am confused. Christian Nutt, I think. Was oh, another exactly. friend of uh He's from well, up north though, like Jersey, right? Is he? Yeah, probably. But he he's said Mario a bunch of mm-hmm. times. I I think that's why I'm I'm so sorry, Henry. Please forgive me. What are we talking about? Oh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, <laughs> Tomb Raider. Man, what a, but what a glorious... What is wrong with this podcast? What a glorious... What isn't? ...story. The reviews on that game made me so happy. Really? Yeah, it's yeah, been really great reviews so Tomb far. Tomb Raider was a revelation when it came out. And the second one, even more so. And then the third one, just weird times. Do you remember when Tomb Raider was a joke? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it was really bad with Angel of Darkness mm-hmm. on the Jesus. PS2. And then it... Uh, the Crystal Dynamics took it over and it became really great, but it couldn't get the stink of like the Chronicles of Laura off of it or something like that. And uh, and then this, this is, I don't know, I'm very I ha- was I'm totally happy. ready for this to be just an okay game, but I, it, the reviews I've read for it so far have just been, I hope, I people hope it really is like it. Because it makes the story even better because when it, when we started previewing it, it was kind of like, mm, I don't know, it came into it with that stink and everyone was like, Ah, uh, and then everyone got mad about that one scene and got on Twitter and it's all about rape. <laughs> but um, I would Raiding. like to see it come through that, and after two hours into it, turn out to be a great game. I, I mean, we always want games to succeed, mm-hmm. though. Sometimes, well, it, this, yeah. this is—it's like nostalgia, but it's—it's it's like seeing your nostalgia rewarded. Like maybe this character and these themes were bigger yeah. than a PlayStation One game. Maybe mm-hmm. it. <sighs> Sorry, I like it. Just it makes me very happy to see people like warms your hat. It warms my my Are hat. Are you saying it was more than putting Laura in a corner so that the camera would kind of angle upwards? Nobody gonna, puts Laura in a corner. <laughs> I'm gonna. Do I that. did all the time. Not, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Those sweet, sweet. If I have to guns. download uh, hacks or textures, I will get a mm-hmm. buffalo shot out of this game, <laughs> no matter what happens. I bet they put that. In. You must still be able to do that, just because they're like this is. This is what everybody did when they got this game. So people who do this will be no, very said, nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Watching her it. swim, man, like uh, <laughs> yeah. very, very coming of age moment, swim. kind of floating well, above the water. The, coming of age with a U. Bizarre no hysteria among gamers about like, what's the nude code? I heard there's a nude code. I want to see the nude code, and it's like, mm-hmm. Laura Croft now looks like just like a jumble of pyramids. Yeah. And, and it's sort of mortifying that anybody like wanted to see that naked. I could draw that naked. I just mm. do a bunch of triangles and diamond shapes. <laughs> but I just put two darker spots somewhere in the middle and yeah. you got boobs. Yeah. It's rem- just very angular. I remember like back in the, the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, PSM, the, the magazine that eventually became PTOM, 
uh, did that a thing called. That eventually became dead. Yeah, it's, it's now dead. Um, <laughs> so okay, thank you, you for on. bringing that up, man. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. But they they did a thing called Valkyrie Wild, and it was just like an April Fool's joke. Where I think they got like uh, maybe not Adam Warren, but mm-hmm. uh, some other like American manga artist to to draw this character, and and they faked up a bunch of Tomb Raider shots, and it was just Valkyrie Wild, the all nude heroine, and. It's I just have like, that issue somewhere. Yeah, they, they just like drew censored bars over her and, and I, like people thought it was real and they started pestering and was like, when is that coming out? When is that coming out? Hey, you weirdos, it's not. Yeah, ever. What I world do you think it. you live in? You think you live in a world where you get what you want? No, well, you not, don't! It's not that you get what you want just to hearing like politicians <laughs> argue about hot coffee mm-hmm. and, and in younger gamers like, where's the nude code? Like, there are so many better things to jerk off. You know what else? I think the internet has killed any yeah, lust well, for a nude code. Perhaps. Like I, I like the office too. I don't want a nude pack to watch the office. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I, think I can a, like something and not want to see The novelty of having like played a game with a character and yeah. the idea that you could play okay, that at the, character at the time. nude mm-hmm. at the time. Um, even though yeah, the internet offers uh, uh, yeah. uh, a wide variety of uh, I'd fall under rule 42 mm-hmm. 30 34 If the internet has taught me anything It's that adult games are terrible yeah. For Speaking all of which, purposes You guys should have a scavenger hunt with your listeners uh, Guy brush their wood uh-huh. No. Uh, yeah sorry rule 34 no. I'm enacting it I'm enacting it. I don't want Gross. that Don't <laughs> So oh, tweet on. Ann and Michael uh, Hey and you, you freaky fucks listening Tweet, tweet Chris uh, don't. At Cantista At Cantista just send him nude oh, fine. pics It's not gonna bother me in the slightest I mean, That's none why of they should send it to you Guys, it's funnier if you do it to Michael and Anne. I will not answer. Mm-hmm. I will not look at any pictures uh, anybody look, they sent me. I guarantee me, they you I've seen month. worse. They told me in the break they were going to do this, but they do really want you to do it. They were going to no. deny it up and down to maintain some You're modicum of professionalism. You're hijacking the show. This really never want- happened. You're a <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to see this can of PBR I'm drinking right now. Uh, you naked. Want to see <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see porn about that. Well, that probably exists, actually. No. But it's shoved into something, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. A beer cozy. <laughs> yeah, it's like if I, if I told you I had uh, naked decals for your Playmobil figure. You should so, not get that excited. Somewhere there's a version of Tub Girl where there's just a can of PBR. <laughs> Floating among the rest of the, the debris. You know what? I'm moving on. Next <laughs> next new game, Castlevania. Michael, go. Oh, yeah. is that how? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's out this week. Awesome. That this, Mirror this podcast of Fate, is going right? Out. Yeah, it's uh, for the 3DS. Um, it looks kind of terrible. But we still don't have a 3DS. In terms of graphics. Uh, although I've, I've heard people say that like, oh, with the, the 3D on, it looks so much better, which, you know, I've tried it with the 3D. It doesn't really work with my weird eyes. But... Um, <laughs> No, it's it's uh, <laughs> you have two D eyes. If if you've if you've been hungering like I have for a two D Metroidvania Castlevania for several years, this will satisfy that itch. The problem is, hmm. it's uh, basically like if you have played Castlevania Lords of Shadow, mm-hmm. you know what the combat's like. Mm-hmm. It's like God of War. Mm-hmm. Now imagine that on a two D plane, and it's kind of less appealing where you have to pummel enemies a whole bunch with combos. And there's the a mobile? lot of enemies. Like the mobile God of War, or whatever that was called. Yeah, everybody's forgotten about that for good reason. I, I had to like, review it. was like a literal it's like the only, game. Oh only my time God. I reviewed a God of War game that you did not. I forgot you were forced to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's all right. I was excited. I thought mobile was a burgeoning <clears throat> field. That it's sorry. Dying but to it review was. stuff on it. It, it is. 
It just had to, you know, this get back when I was uh, writing all of Cell Play, the magazine inserts. Oh my god. Oh. You're making me nostalgic and sad at the same time. <laughs> but these two things are are at cross purposes. Now you know how War 2 I'm sad feel. because this existed. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, was, those are the trenches. There are none of them alive anymore, right? That's true. What will fans of the genre think of this is my question. Uh, fans of the genre will really like it, Tyler. I think we should ask that about every new release we talk about. <laughs> Fans but of the how genre will fans of the genre feel with it? Well, they feel it's a mixed well, bag because I, that's what I'm thinking. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I just thought the combat was a little bit tedious. Okay. Mm. But I like the exploration a lot. Uh, granted, I've only played it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but uh, it's it's kind of cool that uh, it's a continuation of the first game's plot. Mm-hmm. And uh, you play as like, I think, four different characters. You start out playing as Gabriel Belmont and then you switch over to Simon Belmont, who's actually... Gabriel's uh, grandson, and then like you also play as Trevor Belmont at some point, who's Simon's father. And Time I, jumpers. Yeah, I've heard that Alucard's in it somewhere. Is Veronica Belmont in it? Sure. Okay. If if not, sure she means be. no. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if I deliver it in that tone of voice. Sure. Or, All right. Joke failed. Fine. Continue. Uh, so yeah, we also there's also a minor release oh, nobody cares yeah, about this Sim, week. I think Sim it's only City. on PC. Uh, Tyler, go. <laughs> it's too expensive. Yeah. No, it is the, only the hardware on is too expensive. Although it's it really doesn't require a high end system. Like, uh, can I play it on my laptop? No, not yours. God, can no. I play <laughs> it on my phone? Oh, God. God. No. Thank uh, you. You know no, how there is a version is. of SimCity for your phone, but don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, SimCity. It's, it's actually it's, it's unlicensed on Android and Star Yoshi. Yeah. <laughs> It's actually running in my room right now, mm. which I can say because the embargo's up by the time oh, this posts. Oh, you better so. go catch it then. Uh, you guys are good. I'm sorry. You guys are good. You don't need to rub it in, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically I'm sitting here talking uh-huh. instead of playing some city. How do you is, feel about that? Is the game still on, though? Is the city still up and running? I think I, po- I hope I paused Are it. all of your people just getting so, so sad because they're oh, being eaten by God. zombies? If I didn't pause it, then sewage is spilling everywhere and there's no power, which Godzilla would be bad. has attacked the town. I actually there's love that. There's been a tornado. That. I, I, I'll keep this brief because you can go to PCGamer.com and read like my review in progress. My oh, review will be up on Friday. And, uh, but what website? Before you t- not tell anybody about it? And... PCGamer.com. You can go there. Well, I mean, there's so much to say. It is a fun game. I'm a lot of the problems I had with it when I started, like mm-hmm. I was upset about the city size and stuff. I'm <clears throat> finding out about new features as I play that that are making me feel a little better. But I still don't know where I stand. Like I just found out that you can build like a, a wind turbine power plant and then build service roads up hills and build like more turbines on the hillside. Like I. Didn't figure out you could do that until after playing for about six or seven hours. So how is this a better game than Farmville? Uh, well, because Farmville is free. I think I should point. True. Out. Well, I mean, I don't want to get into their marketing speak too much. They talk up don't the glass you? box engine a lot and mm-hmm. the agents and all that. But it is it is a cool deep simulation where, like, take SimCity two thousand or please any of the, or four. <laughs> <laughs> or any of the ones after that, but but make every single citizen in your city an actually simulated person who's going about their day. That's kind of cool, that you can follow a, an individual person and see where they go to work, and that your whole city's success is based on these people living and going to work 
And they have to be able to drive down the road through traffic to get to work. And if they don't, the factories don't have employees. The factories go out of business. So, like, your decisions, you can see what how you build your roads. You can see how those decisions are affecting your city because you can watch people try to drive down your roads. And it's, it's kind of cool. Can that you was... build, like, a giant elevated on-ramp that, like, cuts off right as it... It uh, yes. goes over the, the company parking lot, so technically they did get to where they were going. But they just crashed into uh-huh. it. No, they won't drive off with the weapon four style. You I, can do a lot of horrible stuff, though. I've, like, trapped Sims in horrible little loops. And I, I asked seriously if you left it on, just because when, when I... I loved the original SimCity, and then you would build and build and build, and you would eventually get to something that's slightly sustainable, and mm. it was... And then you could just sort of watch. You could watch things happen, and and yeah. I would even go to bed just so I could. A lot, some bad things would happen, but I would my budget would be a okay when I. Right, woke up I don't know day. if you can do that yet because I haven't got to the late game where I am right now. But like, can you just wa- will you just take, find yourself watching what's actually happening in the game? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. The only thing is that your city will increase in density, mm-hmm. and th- and as that happens, you'll your population like will increase, and then power draw will increase, sewage needs will increase. I just love that when you go to the... There's all these data overlays. When you go to the sewage one, you just see globs of poo going toward your sewage outlets. Going like, blub, blub. (laughs) And then you look down at the sewage outlet and you see it just spurting out into the ground. And the ground ground turns brown around it. And if you put uh, water towers there, (laughs) your water supply will turn brown and they'll all get sick. (laughs) And you can actually, like... There's multiplayer with, like, like, these big regions where you can have friends with a bunch of cities in their regions and you can like you can spew sewage like toward them and you can mess up their cities by sending air pollution and ground pollution toward them. Speaking so of I'm dying to ask the most banal question imaginable <laughs> Go before for we it. move on. What happens if you cut the transit budget? <laughs> Cats and dogs living you together. You haven't tried, have Madness. you? You're 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 too scared. <laughs> I, I I don't I think it might I mean, my computer might break, Michael. You can't cut the transit budget. I think I think the transit advisor should just go Super Saiyan in this one, and just you see an entire block explode, and he's just standing in the middle of the crater oh. with big blonde hair. Whatever the always online version of a kill screen is. I will say that the disasters are much more devastating than they ever were. It really? feels like like there was an earthquake in my city and destroyed like. Ten blocks. I was. You like, had oh zombies God. in yeah. your city. Eat like a quarter of its inhabitants. It ain't like a quarter of my population. Like, it just, randomly a news thing pops up. Zombies attacked your city. What? And then I look and it's like... All, all like, these people are dead Do you know now. what you did wrong to create zombies? No, I think it, it's just a random event. Just you sure it wasn't tied to the sewage and the water tower? Did you run out of room been. in hell? I, I did. <laughs> Actually, the dead I, will walk the earth. I wasn't really playing the meta game, which is where you have to manage the uh, population of hell as well. And, uh, <laughs> yes. It's really a deep game in that it goes to... Uh, <laughs> Speaking of people playing so, in your region, you have a project going on right now with some celebrity people. Since I'm the only one who has SimCity and has played it, this is just my uh, promo section. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing Celebrity SimCity at uh, PC Gamer, which is really fun. Uh, and when's that going up? Uh, we're starting Tuesday when the game launches. Okay. And Today. Celebrity is... a. Uh, term we're using because it's the easiest descriptor. Not everyone's a celebrity. We have Jordan Yin, who is the writer of Urban Planning for Dummies, playing SimCity with us. Which is awesome. We have Veronica Belmont, who I just made a joke about. We have Notch, creator of Minecraft. We have Robert Bowling. The uh, Bowls? The Bowls. Uh, Chris Clue. 
Chris Clue, who's really cool. <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know who he follow is, follow him on Twitter. Warcraft Chris. Or it's Chris He's Warcraft. Chris Warcraft. Wait, the Chris Clue? Yeah. The yeah. the football player who likes the games? punter for the yes. Vikings. Football you got him? That's fantastic. He's football player, hilarious. Gay rights activist. Yeah. And. World of Warcraft player. He's awesome. Well, a lot more people. It's going to be... like They're all just going to play SimCity with us and we're just going to document whatever they do. Gary wow. Witt is in there, former EIC and oh, nice. writer of, uh, Book of After Earth and Book of Eli. After Earth. And one and, episode, uh, one episode Earth of The Walking Dead. Yeah. What's that? And yeah. I think something he teased something new this week as well for Walking Dead. Hmm. Mm. Is that did season he? two? He no, I don't think he it teased, was season he two. He teased that there's going to be more stuff before season two, mm-hmm. which is weird because... Huh. What is that? Why, why not just make season two? Well, uh, G- Gary, Tyler, Gary, tell me, Gary, tell me, Tyler. Gary, you know. Wittin, he's writing the blooper reel. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, also, Ashley Birch, voice of uh, Tiny Tina, and of course, Hey Ash, what you playing? She'll be playing oh. with us. Hmm. Um, so, That's yeah. a girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're mean. Um, she's cool. It's an old joke. <sighs> Anyway, so that's the SimCity segment. We're that's done. It. That's it. We're done. Awesome. Read my review. I'm looking forward to that, actually, for all the, the, the shit I give you. <laughs> I, I hope really it should am. be really fun. Like, I want to. I genuinely want to see what Notch builds. Like, he he made Minecraft. Man, he's, I hope he does terribly. Just because he's Notch, you, you just... That would be great if the guy who made Minecraft sucks at SimCity. <laughs> <laughs> should just, like, capture him, like, putting his fist through the monitor. That would be it's awesome. like when they showed <laughs> Scott, so Scott Ian from Anthrax failing at Guitar Hero over and over again. Like, it'd be that kind of... Yeah, I'm better at him. It's something that I appreciate him for. He fails because the graphics aren't giant cubes. <laughs> That's just how he sees the world. He doesn't know how to build anything but cubes. It's, it's true. All right, so moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about the big reveal this week, which what? was leaked last week. What? It's, uh, we, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning of the show. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Oh! But I saw it. Oh. I can talk about it. I was actually... It was really, really, really funny to me. Like, I knew about it. Um, mm-hmm. You knew about I it. I knew about it before I went yeah, to see it. Yeah, it's the first time I had no idea. It was it was one of those things where when it leaked, we had to report on it like, we've this is leaked information that we've what? never heard we about. We had no idea. But I was looking at Twitter and seeing like some prominent people who don't my name, speculating about it because they hadn't seen it and going, I doubt it's going to be a numbered Assassin's Creed game and all this mm-hmm. stuff that was totally... It's I hilarious. Just, just sitting there going, you're all wrong. Um, I, I, I did see there was an interesting article that Stephen Totillo wrote over at Kotaku where he's he used it as an opportunity to talk about embargoes, mm-hmm. oh. which are routinely agreed to uh, in the gaming press. So it shouldn't be taken as a sign of corruption. Uh, what it is is that a game publisher says, we want to unveil this game on a specific date, but we also want you to be able to not have to scramble to cover it. So you will agree to not talk about it until this date, and we'll show it to you early so you have plenty of time to write about it and make all your coverage plans. And, you know, that's useful when you're on a schedule and you have to do more than just say, Hey, this is coming, everybody! We know it's out! And I'm flapping my arms. You are flapping your arms (laughs) like a penguin. The listeners can't see this, but it's awesome! Um, it benefits readers because you yeah, get a better quality story when we don't have to like run to a laptop and, and just and go. It's, and it's well, not a mad dash. Well, sometimes the embargo is like five o'clock in the morning on the day after. But yeah. well, then they don't help anyone. But yeah, but then then you just time deploy things on the web. But yeah. yeah, it's it's better than like the mad dash with everybody trying to three stooges the door of your attention at the same time yeah. to like yeah, I'm going to write about this first and and everybody's like competing to see who can write the quickest, most slapdash coverage of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Assassin's Creed 4, 
looks pretty awesome. Black Flag. Black Flag. It's it's a pirate game. It's open world Caribbean. Uh, and one of my first concerns when I went to see it was uh, that sounds like it could be a recipe for boredom. Uh, because as cool as that sounds, uh, you're looking at open water and the, the first reaction is to think Wind Waker. Where there's lots of stretches where you're just going along in the, this featureless blue landscape with nothing happening except Cutting maybe some dead. monsters. You have drop a surfboard. you got to drop that anchor, man. Yeah. But what they told me is uh, we are actually, we have a bunch of developers who previously worked on Far Cry 3 on our team. And we've got them specifically <laughs> working on the open world systems to make that stuff interesting. And the water right. parkour. I'm sure that there's always something interesting going on. What's well, there's there's going to be parkour. The free waving. But it's going to be on land. It's it's going to be um, three cities. Uh, Nassau, um, what are the other two? Kingston and uh, Havana. Damn it. No, not Branson. <sighs> Brett's so still not going to get his wish. And so the main character is... Uh-huh. Is Edward Kenway. Connor who, Kenway's grandfather. Yes. Oh, I was going to ask about the time period. It, it takes place in the uh, like 1700s, 1710s. Mm-hmm. Like this, this was like the twilight of piracy. When you had a bunch of people like Blackbeard, mm-hmm. and Light. Calico Jack, so is Black because Blackbeard was like seventeen. <laughs> I guess he died in like 1716 Was I want to say he died, died in seventeen eighteen? Like a bunch early, of those guys early died early seventeen hundreds. Get a History Channel chat room. You oh my fool. god! Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Pirates are fun and interesting, but yeah. yeah so it's going to be around then. Then yeah. Okay. And uh, I have actually a piece that went up on Games Radar this week that talks about many of the historical things that they talked about. So if you if you like that sort of thing, like me, you should go look at it. Edward Kenway, who is murdered in Forsaken. Oh well, spoilers. It's in the first ten pages. What what is he, Forsaken exactly? Oh, Forsaken is the is the Assassin's Creed book that's. One basically, of, one of books. you're basically reading Haytham Kenway's diary so I've tried from to when read... he's 10 years old to when he's much older. That's actually interesting. I've tried to read a couple of those books, and they're generally kind of awful. Um, it's not great writing, but it's interesting because it starts the day of Haytham, of Edward Kenway's funeral. Oh, I see. So that's where the book opens wow. up is him talking about the funeral. And then he kind of goes back a little and he says, oh, and this is what happened. This is how my father died. And then he talks about when he grew up and joined the Templars and all that stuff. I, I do love the, the trailer, the reveal trailer that they ran, which is basically Blackbeard sitting there in a tavern. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> you've heard about Blackbeard and me many exploits. Well, let <laughs> me tell you, there's one more badass than me. And his name's Edward Kenway, and he stars in a game that you can buy this fall. (laughs) 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 Get the Blackbeard DLC. He's way better than modern warfare. So I I figured that was a joke. Maybe. But Uh, Blackbeard is for sure actually in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he is for sure in the game. Um, They've actually revealed uh, five pirates, Blackbeard, uh, Anne Bonny, Calico Jack. Captain uh, Ron. No, not Captain Ron. Uh, uh, ben, ben Hornigold, who's impossible to find a picture of. Hornigold? But he's Horny for Gold. Are you sure? That That's his name, Ben Hornigold. Who isn't? Come on, rappers out there, please get on this name. Hornigold? Oh, yeah. please, that exists. Oh, and Charles Vane. Mm. And Charles Vane is interesting because he uh, led an escape from the Pirate Republic of Nassau where he set a boat on fire because he thought it would explode and trap other ships in the wreckage in any way. That's oh, he tried to pull a Tyrion. I, sure. To that bay on fire. Yeah, kind of, kind of. <laughs> a little bit of that. 
Uh, what else? What am I not mentioning here? Um, it's it's going to be less tedious than Assassin's Creed Three. Well, George Washington told. be in it? No, he's uh, not even no. born yet. No, that's true. He's not. Well, he might have been born, but he's not. Um, no, okay, he'd have to be like seven. Revolution was. I was kidding. Yeah, he's I not was born. Seventeen seventy six. I was kidding. No, it, it's. I, I. I don't know. It, it looks really promising so far. I, I really like the idea of open world Caribbean. It's actually kind of like a design document I submitted to Factor Five a billion years ago when I was applying to be a writer there. Really? Yeah. Uh, I actually came up with uh, like an open world pirate game set in the Caribbean, but like you had a, a an upgradable submarine that could get you past certain obstacles as you upgraded it Metroid style. That should have been number negative one on the list. It should have been. Pirate yes. game. But a, a game that only adventure. exists on a Word document from 2004. <laughs> a Word perfect uh, document. Has no sound effects that we can use. That's true. That's true. So well, it's, it's, I, I, wasn't there a conference call that they said there, there will only be numbered series from here on out? No. Well, they, they, they had kind of an interesting mm-hmm. uh, reaction when, when like John Cooper over at Games Radar uh, like asked them why is this a numbered entry and mm-hmm. what I'd heard previously was like well every time we have a new character we're going to make a numbered entry mm-hmm. and they said well it's not just because of that it's also because we feel like this is a huge step forward for the series and it, it deserves to be a numbered entry even though it's technically part of this new trilogy that they've set up well that's what I like it's way to way to not keep the series stale like mm-hmm. but it's a different character so yeah that's another thing I asked them why go with a different character instead of sticking with Connor they said this trilogy like with the Ezio trilogy it was about telling the story of one person yeah mm-hmm. and this one they wanted to tell the story of a family the Kenways so I they're starting with Connor and then they're going with his grandfather Connor isn't a terrible character. Haytham was more interesting. Yeah, he was way more interesting. And uh, and I do like the idea of three and four technically being the story of, of a family. I think that telling the story of a family is way more interesting than telling the story of one character. Although Ezio mm-hmm. is easily the best character in all the Assassin's Creed games. Oh yeah, he's... Although he, of uh, a frenzy. Ed- Edward Kenway kind of sounds like he's going to be a step in that direction, although like that smooth ladies' man type deal. Yeah, well, he's he's sort of they they've described him as being sort of cocky and adventurous. And well, and Edward Kenway had uh, had two kids from different women, ah, so well, Haytham was from a different mother than his older sister. Oh dear, he has a sister. He has an older sister ah. who gets kidnapped in the book. Of course, she boring. Does. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading. But the yeah, book. he's also kind of a dick in that uh, he's he's also he's he's an assassin, but he's also a pirate, and so these two things Arr. conflict because on the one hand, he's supposed to be serving humanity in this fictionalized version of the assassins, mm-hmm. and on the other hand, uh, he's a pirate and he wants to steal <laughs> and plunder and Boo. kill. Are there pirate templars? Presumably, there is now one. Well, yeah, one would assume they made did them they, for this game. Did they reveal like a signature? Blackbeard is a Templar. <laughs> I'm calling it now. <laughs> ben Hornigold might be, and he was Blackbeard's mentor. So oh, why the hell snap. not? Did they reveal anything of like a signature weapon or move for the character? Not really. Well, they they did show a lot of jumping between ships. Cutlass and yeah, uh, yeah, I would imagine cutlass. Oh, uh, he does have four pistols. pistols. 
like four uh-huh. pistols on his body. So it's like oh, you, okay. you start out with like one or two, and then you you start adding to them until you can like fire out four quick shots in succession. Do you think that you'll have the ability to drop them in slow motion when uh, once they're? God, spent? I sure hope so. <laughs> because that's so important to gameplay. I want to see him with two pistols, and for whatever reason, they have clips that he throws out uh-huh. in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, and some pigeons fly out from behind him. Yeah. Are we in a John Wick yeah. movie now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, we are. John Woo's Assassin's Creed. What was your big ta- <laughs> What was your big takeaway from the whole thing? Or have you mentioned it already? Um, boats. Boats. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just really boats. excited for open world Caribbean. Uh, you know, one of the things with Assassin's Creed Three mm-hmm. with the ship segments is that they were completely separate from mm-hmm. the rest of the game. Like you go and and you see your ship, and then you go on a mission with the ship, and it it just automatically takes you someplace. You're stuck on the ship. And this time around, you can leave the ship at any time. You're sailing around. You can you can jump off it. You can go swimming. There's footage dinghies? of huh dinghies, dinghies. Yeah, maybe. I gotta uh, get all up in that dinghy. I don't know. Mm. He he has a he has one ship called the Jackdaw that uh, has its own crew, which replaces the Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and uh, is upgradable. And but they did show footage like there's underwater exploration. Uh, you can get eaten by a shark. Mm-hmm. Showed him fighting a shark. Yeah, <laughs> punching it in the mouth. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of the Templars you have to assassinate. <laughs> Templar Sharkston. Shark. <laughs> yeah, go kill this shark. And he's he's wearing like a little tricorn hat <laughs> and an Damn eye it. patch. I was just picturing that, and I couldn't think of the name of the hat. <laughs> I knew you would come to the table. But I mean, who looked at the naval battles from 3 and didn't immediately think, oh, they're going to do a pirate game. Yeah, they have to do something with this. It's too awesome when for I, them not it's, to develop. When I did play it, it's like, Okay, some serious work went into this, and you, like, yeah, these are all optional, and you only do it. I assumed that I would be fighting pirates at some point. Right. That does that does make sense. Seeing that thing laid out, like you, you really did all this for optional mission. Like I didn't have to. Hmm. What? Come on. So it's still on the Assassin's Creed engine, not the Watch Dogs engine or anything. Right. No, it's it's the Anvil engine, which was mm. new for Assassin's Creed Three. Yeah. I mean, I just they have a new engine for Watch Dogs, which. Ah. They're saying is is not the Assassin's Creed engine. Okay, um, is it interesting? Is it current gen consoles or are they? Well, it's current gen consoles. It's going to be Wii U, PC, PS3, 360, and PS4. So they did announce it for PS4. Yes. Okay. Us. At the time we're recording this, I don't think they have yet. No, they haven't yet. But when by the time this yes. uh, goes live, oh, it will okay. be a couple yeah. days old. Okay. But um, yeah, they, they did do a dramatic pause I see. when they said it to us, and that's why I replicated it. I'm that. sure it'll be on Xbox <laughs> and other number two. They just haven't announced that yet. Oh, sure, sure. But yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Me too. I was I was a bit let down by 3 and Liberation, although I still liked them a lot overall. So I'm, I'm really hoping to see this tighten up some of the problems that those had. Yeah. Tighten up the graphics on. Tighten up the graphics three? on level That's three. Right. Yeah, and then we can get on to that next game that needs to be designed. <laughs> so are we? Are we done talking about this? Should yeah, we move yeah. On? Probably. I got, I got nothing. All right. Well. Oh wait, I do have one thing. Okay. Yo. <laughs> That's very important. Old man, I love you. <laughs> I'm never gonna lose this page. I'm gonna uh, bookmark it. Your sound effects cost money. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're going to move on and do the great debate this week. Mm. And we've been noticing a lot of you seem to have, or some of you at least, seem to have uh, a problem with our debate format, wherein, of course, we divvy up our roles automatically Randomly, by coin flip. Yes. No, so, prior, no prior research, just kind of yep. going into it. So this week, uh, our debate is going to be 
Should we continue doing the random roll assignment or should we stop it? Uh, and your randomly assigned roll. Okay, my randomly assigned okay, roll. Okay, heads, heads is uh, we should continue doing it. Okay. So, your heads. What's up? Uh, I, my randomly assigned roll <clears throat> is also heads. Chris, is this your randomly tell. assigned roll <laughs> is heads, so you are for continuing this debate format. And oh, Tyler, oh, you boy. are also heads. <laughs> Well, I think it's a really good format. I think I that mean, this is how we get really the best result, the best I funny results. Honestly, everyone complaining, they're just whiners. Yeah, I mean, don't you want to hear us having fun and, and at times struggling to come up with a reason to support something, even though in the end we all end up they're agreeing? How they're, weird is that? Yeah, really, that's that's the key point here, <laughs> is that much like with this coin toss, we all end up agreeing. Yes. And that's a super boring argument. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun for us, anyway, to be placed in a position where... Play the devil's advocate. Yeah. You stand up for the we, side yeah. you don't necessarily believe. And, 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 and we, we have to think really quickly. Yeah, like, what's, our, what's our argument for now. this? Mm-hmm. Going Even if in, they're really goofy. Sometimes it's nice to have the research done, but a lot of these debates are based on our opinions. Mm-hmm. So you can't really research an opinion. And I, I know that there are people out there saying, no, you should be totally researched on the subject you're talking about, but... I didn't do any well, research. I, w- I, I didn't say do any research on coin flips. So. If you get to this point, yeah, 50-50, point, I guess. Uh, I if you get to this point in our podcast and you're expecting a serious, well-researched serious, discussion, yeah. have you been listening to the rest of the podcast? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know we, we talk seriously about games, but we do not take this so seriously. And and we do we do have serious arguments, but it's it's more fun for us to have to struggle to come up with a reason to support or or be against something. However, we are still going to give you a say in the matter. Yes. So what I want you all to do, uh, if you if you have a strong opinion one way or the other, go to videogameapocalypse.com or videogameapocalypse.com where the news posts for our podcasts are. Uh, go to the most recent one. I think this is number five. This is number five, yeah. This is number five. So go to number five. We'll have a poll there on the post. Weigh in. And whatever you guys decide, we'll stick with. Because we do respect our audience despite all uh, indications to the contrary. Well, no, we do We do want to know what you guys think. And if you do have a strong opinion about this, please let us know. Because we, we will do our best to make you happy. It's like a marriage. Sure. Uh, moving on to the actual great debate topic. Oh, oh that uh, wasn't it? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. sorry. We tricked you. But, <laughs> uh, microtransactions. EA this week came out and said that they were going to add Dead Space 3 style microtransactions to more games because mm-hmm. I to guess everything those, were, they do. those were successful. To so. everything from here on out. Is that what they said? Uh, yeah, that's basically what they said. And when, when justifying the Dead Space 3 ones, you know, the developers there sort of said, eh, it's for people who just want instant gratification. You don't have to use them, but... You know, that yeah. some people people well, are used to, people are getting used to that because they're playing free to play games. I think I think we're having this debate without our randomly assigned yes. topics. Oh no, we can't. No, we can't. We so, can't. so randomly assigned once again, and possibly for the last time, randomly assigned. Uh, heads heads is for microtransactions. Uh, tails okay. is against. You are for microtransactions. All right, cool. I can probably do this. I am against microtransactions. Chris is for microtransactions. Uh, so Chris, who knew? Who knew? <laughs> And Tyler is against them. All right. Gotcha. Wow, that was actually even. What are the, we can do this. What are the odds that that would be even? <laughs> so my big thing about my tr- microtransactions, and this is actually how I feel, so I'm not actually okay. stretching too far. 
they're there. You don't have to buy them. Mm -hmm. They're for people who want that instant gratification. Yeah, it's annoying to have things already in the game that you have to pay for extra, but you don't have to. Well, here's the thing. Microtransactions were invented as a means to make money off of free content. No. Mm. And I think when you... No, I'm, I'm wrong? Um... <clears throat> I do speak from a, a bit of a, I don't know I don't know what territory like I say like Mass Effect 3's microtransactions I think uh -huh. are handled lovely sure. um, they are s random supply drops you can pay for it. it's basically mm -hmm. like you'll have more random supply drops if you're willing to pay extra for them okay. what microtransactions do especially if you think under the free to play model and I'm not speaking from a representative of, Ca of Capcom but if you want games that are multiplayer focused and supported for more than six months you need to pay more than once you need to employ... How else are people developing the game supposed to stay employed well, and working we, on a project? Well, we gave them $60. That's a start. Um, um, and I, and I think that logic is, is perfectly acceptable, again, with free-to-play games because they're not getting anything up front. Mm -hmm. they, they need the microtransactions in order to make any money off of yeah, that. Yeah, but and do, I have you, no problem. do you need your hats in, in TF2? Do you, like, the no, thing... but I need my Smurf berries in, <laughs> in uh, fucking on, Smurf Village. Right. But it's almost a way to say, hey, I support this free-to-play. You've yes. given me a free game to play. I, I will spend $2 on your worthless right. game currency. I think currency. it's, it's, it's the, the only criticism I really even listen to is, is if how it affects the game itself. If the microtransactions make a player more powerful, I'm not really for that. Uh, an example, the War Z, they, sold, they sell individual mm -hmm. bullets in that game. How is that okay, game allowed well, to exist? I don't know, but... You know, and, and that's an especially bad example, so it's not a great argument. But, I mean, in general, like, if if you can't sustain multiplayer uh, without charging for stuff, maybe you didn't need multiplayer in the game. How about that? I, I mm. think... But all games have multiplayer now, and they do need a way to support it. And, and you know what? You don't have to pay you know for why? that stuff. I'll tell you why they need it. Because they're putting multiplayer in everything because they're worried about used game sales. But if they just sold yeah. everything on PC, it'd be fine. Also, anyway. multipl <laughs> multiplayer is increasingly becoming a bullet point to the point mm. where they're, they're tacking it on where it doesn't need to be. Well, the, uh, microtransactions don't really exist in single-player games. Yes, they do. They Except exist they in now. Dead Space. They, do, they, yeah, they do exist yeah. in Dead Space. Oh, what do they do in Dead Space? Um, you you buy what is it? Power cores. You can buy power cores, and I can't oh, remember man, I the totally name of those. those special things but that your little robot finds for you. Hurts the game. I mean, the idea that you can use, but it's up to you to hurt the game for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I even I mean, having it in well, there, it's, hurts it's basically the game. having the option hurts the game. It's we, a cheat code you pay for. Yeah. Hold up, are we just talking about? Microtransactions in multiplayer or single player? Because no, I we're have talking about them in general, and we're talking about them being added as a blanket thing to games. Okay, in single player, it shouldn't matter whether they exist or not. Yes, mm -hmm. they're in the game; that can bother you, but you don't need, need them. That. In multiplayer, it can seem kind of cheap. I get it when somebody just buys a way better weapon than what you have. I understand being upset about that. I'm asking. I'm uh, as a as a diehard gamer, member of the press, and now someone who works for a game company. Mm -hmm. How much, this is rhetorical, how much do you think it costs to make a game? The answer is whatever you think, it's way more than that. And the idea of factoring this into your development cycle and that's that's a really scary prospect for a business to like we might make our money back later on on microtransactions, we might not. It won't affect the gameplay. But how so much of that money actually goes necessity. back to... The it's a, it's a, it is a business necessity in this How much of that money actually goes back to the developer as opposed to going to the publisher? 
Well, I mean, I can't really speak to that because most of the people doing microtransactions are one and the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, you won't really see any microtransactions going on in a game uh, game company that isn't the developer and the publisher. True. Uh, not, not to my knowledge. I can't think of any at the top of my head. But like it, for for me, it's it's more like Team Fortress is still being played. When was that released? Yeah, a long it's, time ago. It's still being played because people are supporting it financially and there are still people working on it and making the game better. Mm-hmm. When you look at a, a tacked-on multiplayer mode with no monetization whatsoever, it dies a withering death. That's just the way it is. So mm-hmm. if you want more longevity out of your game, you shouldn't really be against microtransactions. I think the reality is that most gamers, are, like me as, like, as primarily a console gamer, I'm uncomfortable being told I will have to pay extra once I buy a game. But things are changing. I'm uncomfortable with a game being $60, but that doesn't change the fact that games are cheaper now than they were 10 years ago. It's just the way it is. Uh, uh, There are other games where I'm not uncomfortable paying. Like, in in people... It it seems weird that they complain about these things, whereas, like, subscription-based games are almost gone, but existed and proliferated forever. A subscription charge was way more expensive than what you'd pay Mm -hmm. in a microtransaction. And yet microtransactions are making making fuckloads more money than subscription fees. What what they do, and and, and this is... (laughs) And this is just something I, I learned while being at PC Gamer, not something from working at a game company. If your game has a lower barrier to entry financially, the more people play it. And the more interesting you make your game in the long term, the, the more you can profit on it. That is true, and I agree that some free-to-play games need to use that model. Like, Planetside needs a certain mm-hmm. number of people playing it to be fun. Therefore, it needs to support some free players just to have the population. But to go back to single-player... Mm-hmm. I don't agree, Anne, that it that it, you can just ignore it and it doesn't hurt the game. Like look I can at, ignore it. Look at like, okay, none of you have played it, what? but I'll hmm. look at Diablo three, mm-hmm. yeah, where okay. the whole the whole game is about getting loot, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about getting better loot, a better sword, a better bow and arrow. But you can just go, you can just go put a dollar down in the uh, real money auction house and buy one. So they just yeah, but then you'll immediately find a better one after. But they still invalidate the entire, the entire driving force of the game, which is kind of finding better loot. They invalidate it by that's true by giving you the option to kind of browse through this thing and go, oh, I could just have this for twenty cents right now. Like, so why am I even playing? And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could just try to ignore it. But the fact that the option is there, and the same goes for Dead Space, is a is a demotivating force. Like the game, it no longer feels important to do what you're doing because you could just throw a few bucks at it and everything you did doesn't matter anymore. I think that a lot of people probably do feel that way. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I can look at stuff like that and I just don't give a fuck because I'm like, I'm playing this game because I want to be playing this game, not because I care that I can immediately buy whatever's better. I want to work towards that because that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And I don't care that it's already in the game and I can just spend a dollar and buy it. I I, I never thought I want to work for it. But I am a big Dead Space fan and I have gotten rid of any notion that I will be able to play that game in my life. I have no time. I'm way behind in the stuff. I am dying to play. However, if I could pay a little more and get through a little faster, now seems attractive to me. Mm-hmm. If I if I could mm-hmm. if I could up my game a little bit and experience mm-hmm. what Dead Space is, I, I won't have the same experience that, you, that everybody else don't has. Don't you guys want to be nostalgic for the days where you just put down I some love money and you got for those the whole days. game? And that's but you how know I what? feel when I play a game. Like I said, I just ignore all and that And there were no shit. updates when I, when to I fix those bugs. If it's there and I want it, I have it. But I don't need it. And I don't mean to sound cynical, but that's when I hear complaints like that. I just, yeah, games aren't monetized like they were. And nothing else in the world is. And the fact that like games 
people still come from the perspective that games don't have another course of action in terms of revenue well, is a little ridiculous. I think it's it's fine the way it is now. I do worry about the possibility of a slippery slope where it goes from being optional, fun, add-on content to maybe game-critical content. Here's, like, we're withholding the ending. You can buy it for five bucks more. My biggest dream here is for... And don't it, it, it's a premium. Nobody start, start throwing to, tomatoes at me. Okay. More microtransactions. Why? To lower the price of the cost of games initially. Do you think Are that you? will actually happen? No. I think. I think it. Ha- I think. After do, do you think if if microtransactions go live across the board think, that everybody will think like we can charge less for games now? Let's drop the I price. See, I see what you're saying. I so see well. what you're saying there. I see what you're saying there. But I also see a proliferation of free to play occurring right now too. Mm-hmm. And a lot you're going to see a lot of other big publishers start joining in that game. And there's a lot of other publishers who won't be able to just because of the nature of their business. But what they will end up coming into is a war of price tags. And that can bring you back to a nostalgic gamer where you had to make a choice between this full price game and this game you heard was good and it was $20. So if, if there's this game has a ton of microtransactions, but it's not $60, it's 20 bucks. My cost of entry is $20. Mm-hmm. And then I can go in and buy more of the game essentially. Yeah. That's, what I, that's what I hope the future ends up looking like. I hope it looks like not the $60 game. It allows all of us to buy more games for less and then pay for what we actually want in those games. And that'll create a really, really inner, that that will create the real competition and real, for lack of a better word right now, quality, I hope. Yeah, if, if, the, if that becomes the battlefield. I mean, I, th- I think that's a, a nice, an interesting direction, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's the reality we're looking at right now. I don't necessarily well, because think you're, it's you're the reality hearing, we're looking at, Because the news is coming someday. from a publisher who doesn't charge less for, than $60 for their right. game. But if, exactly. if that were not the case, mm-hmm. and and... Now imagine, I, maybe I'm just older, but it feels like the those games' prices drop very fast. Dead Space Three was, I, I already saw it for forty dollars, and maybe maybe that's because, of, well, we'll make it up in microtransactions if we get it out to a larger audience. Yeah, well, I mean, again, if that uh, if that leads to another generation of saying like, eh, maybe we won't kill used games. Like I know I don't I don't play used games anymore. I don't buy them, but mm-hmm. I recognize that they're uh, a necessary thing mm-hmm. for you know kids who don't have as much money, gamers who want to play more, mm-hmm. and that you know, buying 60, 60, a $60 game a week isn't feasible for most people. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, but I, I, I do believe they will need that $60 somewhere. Mm-hmm. And But it may not be the cost of the initial gamer any longer to front that 60 That's an exciting thing. There's other ways to make that money back. Smarter people than me will figure it out, but uh, I do think that's the future. Cheaper games will be the future involved in microtransactions. What you're ignoring is reasons right now. (laughs) uh, Uh, You're really missing out on uh, uh, reasons uh, (laughs) why I'm right. Yeah, and and you're wrong. And you're wrong. And actually, one of the things that surprised me the most when Mass Effect 3 launched is how little controversy there was over the microtransactions. There was so much controversy around that game. Around the ending. It it distracted everybody. And nobody went... Ew, micro. But then Dead Space, you know, and granted that was single player, a little different, and it was just like, ew, EA microtransactions. But Mass Effect was EA microtransactions. Very strange. We were talking talking about that. It's a good model for that. And and yes, I wish. Imagine if Mass Effect had launched at a cheaper price. Dude, the Mass Effect multiplayer just got a massive update. Oh, oh. One year later. A multiplayer we were all critical of and skeptical of and thought no, would be it was terrible. Good Turns out to be awesome and is supported on a regular basis. 
That's what microtransactions do. They make your ga- the games you love more fun for longer. I will say outside of the coin flip that I do think the business model is changing and I'm still wary of single player microtransactions. It does affect the experience for me. Like I don't I don't well, like it. It's, the it's idea. all in how it's handled. If it's if it's in the background and it's there and it's optional, fine. If the game is bugging me about it, if the game is saying That's like continually reminding me like, hey, you can buy more power cores for this. Does it do that? I, I'm not. I don't know. I haven't played enough into Dead Space Three. I don't I'm just saying, does, like, I don't want to see that, I and I, I think I, that's a risk. That it could. It could. It go is a risk. Direction. I would honestly rather have been game advertising in a single player game than a whole bunch but of microtransactions. It, like, I always use Mass Effect as that example. It's super subtle about what you what you can pay for, and doesn't. Right. And, and that is in multiplayer. To be fair. and it's in, it's totally in multiplayer, and I, I think that's where microtransactions will largely exist. I mean, people will always charge for skins, but I would love to see as a gamer charge me for more interesting things. I will say I am worried about the free-to-play model. Um, I, as, at PC Gamer, we really do support a lot of free-to-play games mm-hmm. and talk about them. Chris, you and I played a lot of Tribes. Mm-hmm. Tribes right. is kind of failing. Um, it's just not getting that many players. Mm-hmm. And uh, There's a game recently, Hawken, that we were really mm-hmm. hyped about when it was announced. Small indie team making something, a free, cool free-to-play game. No one's really talking about it. I, I, I wonder, like, is there just room for, like, League of Legends, Dota, and Team Fortress 2, and that's it? That's like, why I thought the fee- the free-to-play model would become overcrowded. and, and like It was going to be a huge thing, and now I'm wondering if it, it will it, be. In a way, it feels like heaven, you walking down a corridor where everybody's shouting at you to play something for free. Mm-hmm. But I do I do think it's more ideal to look at the fact that it, it games have to be $60. Maybe they don't. That would be more interesting. Yeah. That would... Uh, We'll see. And it can't it, it can't happen for sixty dollars at a GameStop right now. Okay, well I think I think that's my time for that. Yeah, we're done. Probably gonna play. Uh, well, if you want the rest of this podcast, it'll be uh two fifty. Yes. No, <laughs> we're turning the I'm we're done with this segment. We're mm. turning this into uh, our next question of the week. Oh. Yes. So if you want to weigh in on whether or not you think microtransactions and single player or or just across the board uh, are a good idea. Oh, was the question single player? Um not necessarily. Uh doesn't matter. I think it's in either, just microtransactions yeah, in or. general. Um, but you can either go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums and let us know there, or you can just comment underneath the uh, I would post. prefer, just because it's easier to gather, it would be preferable if you'd put it in the forums. But mm-hmm. but yeah, you can also and post it on And it lasts the... forever and easy to find there. That's yes. true. So yeah, post it in the forums if you can. Mm-hmm. Why right. couldn't, I don't know. Why you couldn't, <sighs> I don't know. But Go, Michael, go. So we are going to read some questions from last week's question. What was the week. question? Some, yeah, the question was, do you think that next-gen consoles are going to save console gaming as we know it or destroy it? Okay, you weren't here and you're clearly champing at the bit. What do I'm you think? not. <laughs> just, I, that was every just response at once. All right. Um, it seems like a scary, it seems like... To me, it seems like the scariest time for new consoles. Hmm. Why is that? Um, the sticker price is always going to seem more shocking. And um, I don't know. I just don't... What else can a new console offer me? I don't know. For the first time in a long time, I'm, I'm actually excited. Oh, no. I, I love like, I love the way the PS4 looks. I'm and excited. I, I will buy every console at this point because I think I can write it off my taxes. <laughs> oh, I will buy, I will oh, buy well, yeah, every one yeah, day one. Even uh, I'm excited, but I think this might be the last console generation of consoles as we know them. Yeah, that actually leads <laughs> into our first reader comment mm. mm-hmm. uh, from Zeppa, mm-hmm. who says, Regarding the question of the week, I don't see consoles going away soon, at least not because PCs took them over. 
I'm a console gamer because I can buy one system at an affordable price and I'm done for years. As Michael mentioned, getting a PC at a rate comparable to a console's price is just myth, at least if you plan to run anything made this yeah. decade. It's true. There are strong pros to PC gaming, but for me, they aren't worth the money it costs. I don't want to have to update my hardware every no, fucking month. No, I never want to... I never want to put don't. down thermal paste in my life again. <laughs> ever. You can buy a PS4 quality PC and it'll last you as long as the PS4 lasts. Never mind, go. No, it won't. Not the not the eight Why wouldn't PS3. It? Because PC games are going to keep getting more... No, they're not. They, really? They stagnate due to the consoles. Oh, I see. The, well, then all the more reason to own a console. I, I should, yeah, I'd rather it'll just own a console so I can slowly. sit on my couch. I should say that, and this is it, it does tie into PC gaming, that new technology does drive innovation and... If you if you're if you're bored with this console generation, the new consoles will inevitably create new IPs that utilize new functionality. You should really we'll get... see the game. I can't talk right, about. Here's the, here's the thing about PCs. I I built a system in 2008 mm -hmm. that was concurrent with what consoles were doing at the time, and in order to run anything modern in 2012, I had to rebuild it with new processor, new card, new everything, mm -hmm. because it wasn't able to keep up with what consoles were doing at the time. That doesn't make any sense, though. But console, I'm, what I'm saying is consoles are future-proof. They're, they're built extent. to the specs of extremely high-end PCs of the time so that they'll still be uh, useful no, in built like to five the specs or seven of years. okay PCs at the time. Oh, they are not. Uh, yeah... The PCs we have in the office right now can play stuff that looks way better like than what the PS4 all, the can PC do. The PC will always be more powerful. An upgradable machine will always be more powerful. A GTX powerful. 680 already as a video card is better than what the PS4 has. Yeah, so. but can it do uh, GT... <laughs> San, not San Andreas. GTA 5? Nope. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Right. Moving on. This isn't about us arguing. Ann, you want to do one? Sure. Michael's bad at making PCs. I'm super at making PCs. <laughs> $800 is bad at making PCs. Mm. Uh, I'm going to mess up this guy's name. Wit Erender? Oh, Witender. No, that's I not I skipped it. a couple syllables. Wit Erender. Wit Erender. You should continue trying to pronounce this. Yeah. I hope consoles don't go away, and I don't think they will. Earlier this cycle, people were speculating that the PC would die due to the massive problems companies like Crytek experience with people pirating games. Steam has really saved the PC this generation, and I think the consoles will make innovations of their own to stay in business. I'm a college student, and I would rather spend my money on actual games than on updating my hardware every couple years. I also Ooh. use a laptop that I can take with me to class, so I won't be embracing the PC gaming anytime soon. Sorry, Tyler. That's what he wrote, not me. You better be sorry. I think consoles can learn a lot from the PC and Steam in terms of digital distribution and more flexible pricing. I also think further integration with mobile platforms through services like Smart Glass will continue, but I believe that consoles can continue to be the preferred option for a large number of core gamers and will absolutely survive this generation. True fact. Hmm. And yes, I want to perhaps. make it clear that I'm not anti-console. The PS4 is exciting. Hmm. And, yeah. and consoles have a place and are fun. It's fun to play on a TV sometimes. Well, All I, the I, time. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, well, Part I sit in bed I and play. I play PC so. games on my TV. But that uh, lying down and uh, lying down in a the, the comfort of dual analog sticks. Oh, man, I don't being know if able I'll to just lay on that. my belly and hang over the edge of my bed. Have while you I ever play done games. the? I can't do that on a PC. Behind the back play, like on a couch. It's so fuck. It's so awesome. I do that with my Vita. It's great. <laughs> I can't see the screen. Playing the back yeah. with the back of your head on the back touch screen. Uh -huh. Great. Yeah, totally. No, I but, no, but I, I I played like that. Like I'll just be on the couch and like put the controller behind my head. Like that's great. That is actually that 
an excellent point because that is how I get through long games. Can't was to that, can you? I will say the upgrading hardware every month thing is such a myth. and, and It's more like every six months. No, it's not. <laughs> it, 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 it my was... PC in my room is old, and I'm playing and when I watched new games. And when I watched you playing Far Cry 3, you were talking about how you were having issues with the graphics because you had to turn them down. Yeah, and I had I had to turn them down to like console levels. Guess, guess I couldn't where you play never them. have to turn down graphics on, on consoles the, the because consoles. they're already at the lowest level. <laughs> I do like not having. To make I had to turn look, it down to the lowest level great. so it looked great, like a 360 looks great. <clears throat> all right, all right. Well, that guy ha. will be a breath of fresh air in this conversation mm. because that guy says, "I am slowing. I'm slowly becoming a cynical sack of shit who no longer finds any enjoyment in games that are not in a 2D mm. plane." So I think that all this fancy-smanchy next-gen graphics and game streaming and Facebook sharing is all a steaming pile of shit, a waste of time, money, and will be the last console generation to ever brace you. I think he means grace humanity? Except if we get Capcom versus SNK3 with HD sprites. Only then will the next-gen be saved. No comment. It's all on your shoulders, Chris. <laughs> no comment. Apparently, yeah, that, that's going to save the, the next generation of consoles. The next uh-huh. generation. Yeah. That's, that's going to be the million seller right there. Why don't you go the billion send seller. that message to SNK because they just released a brand new console. <laughs> That's the true, OG. they did. They did. Well, a few months ago, but no. yeah. a brand it's, new old console. It's okay. It's two hundred dollars for twenty. Games. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to buy it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to buy it. It's, the it's, stick look is perfect. It's it's kind of flimsy, actually. Have you yeah? felt it? No, I have not like, touched it's, it. It looks perfect mm-hmm. and it controls pretty well, but then like it it just has this sort of lightness that feels mm-hmm. wrong for old school mm-hmm. hardware. But here, here's the, the, the other person brought up was about mobile. Gaming's not on mobile, but we've seen that device for years of the mobile slot on top of the controller. The PS4 mm. hyped up its cloud capabilities. Mm. My phone talks to the cloud. Will we see a DualShock controller with a phone on top of it where I can take anywhere with this Wi-Fi and play PS3 games? NVIDIA I think that's the more exciting future. Kind like, of a hmm. thing going on. I will say, I, I would never would have said this five years ago, hmm. but if you love 2D games and just classic games, mm-hmm. mobile is good. Yeah, I, mobile is a great good. place to be. Yeah. Play my friend Paul Huben's game, Spunk and Moxie. I just wanted to... It's, it's really addictive. I think it's, it's really hard. It's better than I expected coming from a friend of yours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aw>, snap. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, but he's no, just... But also, he's like hardcore, like... I mean, he still calls his NES his Famicom. Like, he's a super hardcore, like, classic platformer player, and he made a platformer for iOS, and it's fun, and it's it's really hard. Really hard. Well, that, so, that's my like, like, honestly, your iPhone is a really good place to find those kinds of games. I feel like, I feel like, like, sometimes I feel like a dinosaur holding the Vita, but, like, the buttons are that important to me. Mm. They're that important to keeping the gameplay experience true for me. And, and yeah. so if the mobile device is just a screen and I can hold a DualShock and mm-hmm. I can stream games on the cloud, PS3 games specifically, why is my mobile phone not capable of anywhere there's Wi-Fi and playing a little bit of Lair or uh, some other obscure PS3 game. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it will be at some point. Yeah, at some point. Maybe maybe not, hope maybe so. not this generation. Maybe the next generation, but I think it's going to become But it, has, it doesn't seem to have any bearing on the hardware itself. It Now it's just about the cloud. It's about the infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and and the, uh, when we have Google Fiber everywhere, maybe that'll be more viable. 
And anyway, by then, based on Sony's previous advertising, it'll just be going into our brains and mm. we'll just be experiencing yeah, it. In the we'll, PS9? We'll, we'll sniff it in or we'll swallow yeah. it like a, like a plasma. The PS11 will just be a pill. Mm-hmm. And it'll actually just be drugs. And uh, we pronounce piss. <laughs> piss. <laughs> Urine. Sorry, we were in. All right, you want to do one in? Yeah. Mm. Uh, this one's from Beeson. Is that how you mm. pronounce that? Oh, yeah. I know Zach, him. Zach Beeson. Mm-hmm. Great awesome guy. guy. <laughs> do not know Beeson. I don't. Zach. Yeah. That's that's him. No, I know. Great guy. Just last name. I know. I just didn't know how to pronounce it. Beeson. Why are you getting on me? I'm not. I'm sorry. I said it right. <laughs> I apologize. Anyway, Beeson says, I see the future of gaming being more of a continual experience, something akin to the suggested use of the Vita with the PS4. You play your yeah. game, but then you take it with you. Mm-hmm. This would be more impressive if the Xperia Play had not been such a footnote. If mobile and console games actually did become universally intertwined, they wouldn't have to fight it out and we would all win. Except that I never want an iPhone. You should get an iPhone. You should get an iPhone. I'm sorry, but you should. You should get an iPhone. Like having working at Mac Life, which I should get say an uh, iPhone. I do my opinions do not necessarily reflect those of the magazine. Uh, uh, even though I, I am an employee. I Disclaimer. will say otherwise. You'll say otherwise you shouldn't get an iPhone? No, that your opinions constantly reflect no, that of Mac. No, they, every one of really us owns don't. an iPhone. No. He says that every time he's iPad, off the air, so. that he's going to say a bunch of stuff that reflects the opinions uh-huh. of Mac. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Oh, that's do true. That. You don't have an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it, but it, it really has opened my eyes, you know, covering this stuff full time, that like there's a lot of really great shit on iOS right now. Yeah. There really is. And and yeah, again, if you love Sorry. if you love two D games, it's fantastic. If you love three D games, it's becoming an increasingly good place it's, to it's, be. Real it. Racing Three is fucking phenomenal, and it's fucking free. It's not. A, it's not. It, it's that same. You understand that a uh, fighting game fan likes a stick. It's the tactile mm-hmm. sensation. Yeah. Like I, that, that's I can't all that's missing. Though it's all that's missing. And I'm not. I'm not saying that it's a slam to the iPhone, but like once it adds that in some way, somehow mm-hmm. it'll just be another gaming yeah. platform to me, yeah. like everything else. I mean, I was one of the holdouts. I had an Android phone. I got one. It was such a better experience. And it, my coworker Evan had an Android. He was a holdout, and he finally got an iPhone. He did. He just yeah. He just looked ah, to me. Ah. And I said, Ah, you finally got one. He's like, This is such a better experience. I'm like, Yep. Knew you'd come around, Lottie. You feel so guilty about it, but it is just better. Mm-hmm. Well, Retro Mess said something along these lines mm-hmm. in the comments. Uh, says regarding the question of the week, I think Tyler made a good point. Console gaming won't die necessarily, but it'll change. We'll have gaming focus boxes in the living room with different UIs that play different games, essentially how it is now, but maybe with more competitors. The moment they start adding upgrades, however, it becomes a PC mm-hmm. and ruins the idea of a console. What if it was just an expansion pack that you put inside <laughs> uh, a that slot adds more memory? The system? Yeah. That'd be weird. Hmm. He does also say, I have a gaming quality PC, definitely not high end, but it mm-hmm. can run most games without too many issues. And I still prefer my console because it's just easier. No worry about possible viruses, Windows updates, drives, drivers, etc. It's streamlined and easier to handle. Tyler, I just don't and have I enjoy that room for a PC. Well, I understand that, that it, consoles are streamlined and easier to handle. Mm-hmm. Maybe you got rid of some of those knives. I think PC gaming kind never <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Maybe the odd breed that kind of likes trouble. I like troubleshooting. I'll be honest. Like, I like fixing things. I like it when a game doesn't run and I have to fix it. It feels good to fix something and and make it run amazingly well because of that, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that's just a fun victory for me when I'm like, yeah, I'm running this at a ridiculous resolution because I spent six hours making it work. 
And I guess that is stupid, but... Eh. Yeah, well, let's see, my, my, I think my last marathon PC gaming session was playing Civilization Five, mm-hmm. and it's like I was playing for hours, and I was like, this is really incredible, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of my game, after I hadn't saved for hours, it suddenly dumped me out of the game <laughs> and said, Windows is shutting down, updating, do not shut down your computer. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, and like I complained about that on Twitter, and everybody mm-hmm. was like, well, you should have gone to control panel and set this setting just so it wouldn't do that. It's like, I shouldn't have to fucking think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say I hope Linux wins in the long run. Um, it, isn't it fun to root for Linux? It feels really fun right now. It does, and I mean, like a lot of the problems we have with PC gaming is... Windows, so Barack Ubuntu, go Linux. Barack, this is Barack Ubuntu News America. <laughs> All right, we got anything else you want to read there, Ann? No, but I just realized one of my knives is laying open in the mm-hmm. bed, so I feel like I should go get that before I forget uh, and try and get maybe, in the bed. Maybe you should get out don't, of here. Don't dive into it. Yeah. <laughs> we should all get out of here, actually. There's a knife in. Uh, There's a knife wait. in bed. Sorry. <laughs> There's a knife in bed. Tyler. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I was sewing. But earlier. that that's our bed knife, everybody. So yep. come back next week for more bed knife apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Good knife, everyone. Good knife.